0: Yeah, keep it going. We're professionals. We we, we got it. We in the villa where it's really. We got the trees in the trees. Climb up and get cool.
1: <laughs>
0: Tree Villa Records. I had a majestic pour before we started recording. We didn't get to hear it, but I feel obliged to let the audience know that the pour was cool and the ice was, was right. Okay, so apparently it's
2: Legends Month. <laughs> you guys got another guest coming?
0: <laughs> He's, He's modest. <laughs> He's modest. Um, All of these kind of just happen. Yeah. Like, Mar- Marty was on some, hey, man, we need more episodes with just the four of us. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. You know, see our personalities, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then when you get... Legends like this, like, like back back, like, all right, hey, Marty, I, I, I understand. Right. Just one, one more week, man. Just one more. Like, just one more week, man. I promise you, we'll get, we get back to what we do best. You know what I'm saying? No,
3: no, no. It, Not the golden gun. Nah, it's... Yeah, none it's, of this is happening without Marty. For no, sure. Nah, both of us need it. Like, I always feel like it's episodes. We need more episodes of us just, you know, talking shit, shooting shots and all that cool shit. Mm-hmm. But also, like, we have so many amazing homies. And exactly. And like... My thing is, with this, with this, I mean, I, what, even with Polite Coolery and ceiling fans, like we're always trying to push that St. Louis culture. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, people who you need to know or people you should know about in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So, you I mean, in the day, we still killing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the day, we bring you that quality content.
0: I, I mentioned um, the name. Marty's like, say less. Right. <laughs> I'm on the phone, guys. <laughs> just just fall back, don't trip. I'm like, well, well fuck. <laughs> like, he makes my job I'm like, I'm easy like, as fuck. Like, I'm glad you mentioned. It. <laughs> All, right. <laughs>
1: All
0: right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a special, special guest this evening. Um, I heard of our guest tonight through putting on St. Louis artists, which that is a huge, huge <laughs> check mark in my box. Like, <laughs> yo, official. We got Trackstar to DJ with us tonight in the villa. All yeah. right, right, clap it up for Trackstar. Yeah.
2: yeah. Thank you, fellas. It's very good to be here.
0: Like I said, I, I, like I said it, some people or well, artists from here, hey, man, I was on Shape 4-5. I was like, what? like, let me check it out. Like, send me a link. And it was like, oh, shit. Like, he played, like, all St. Louis shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, respect. At first, I, I was... I wasn't in the know. I was a little late to the party. I'm like, damn, Eminem, fuck with us, bro. <laughs> like, 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 that's what's up. Like, that's what's up. <laughs> All right. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, Cause I'm hearing Tef, and then, like, other people. I'm like, damn. I'm like, okay. Because I'm not used to hearing them on, like, the radio here, except, like, later, like late in the late evening night. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We'll the be- spots or whatever. Uh, Charlie Chan broke that down for us so like I understand that more now than ever yeah, exactly
2: levels that was a great episode by the way that's what that's what I checked out little things here and there but I listened to that whole episode and that was that was awesome that was that was the one I okay. mean I love Chan and you know I've heard a lot of those stories but not all in the same place with the whole full narrative and mm-hmm. it was dope to hear you know right cuz I was definitely
0: I, was, I had I had my pad out yeah, no pad yeah. Like, oh okay, God, okay. <laughs> I was like damn and all the records he broke I was like mm. Like you really, you really got the juice. Like yeah, he's crazy. He's, he's the first one to play a camera,
1: on old
0: boy here. I think so. Aunt Ether and he a bunch. Him? I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? The yin-yang joint. Like, this shit was crazy, man. Like, yeah, yeah but I, I just want to thank you for that. For oh, for sure. Putting man. on the artist. because, as as a lot of people know, like your mixtapes are pretty uh profound. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> like you, thank like, you. The, like like that's your calling card. Yeah. Like, do you have a favorite? mixtape you've done so far or a most memorable one that you've done
2: i mean you know the best of killer mike one kind of kicked off you know the whole last decade of my life sounds like mm. you know probably most important in the grand scheme of things um i mean all the local ones you know really mean a lot to me i mean all the stuff i've done with rocky and teff and then um Mm. I mean, one dollar mix volume four, which I know Marty knows. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you guys remember. that's like that, that boogie that, bangs that, that's a long time ago um, that's, that's but for th- go but for that one, I got fifty St. Louis rappers to do freestyles just for that tape forty nine of them in my studio, oh all over different beats. It was like my favorite beats of like that year, I think it was o four or something like that, mm. and like I blended it to it's blended all the way through with like movie samples and little skits, okay. and it's Damn. I still look back at that. I'm like, what? how did I? <laughs> <I> got, <laughs> at, as a grown-up i'm like how did i spend that much time on one thing Damn, you how know? long did that take you it, it was like two or three months but i mean i'm a pretty i'm a pretty serious worker when i get to work so it's okay. like it was like all day every day for yeah. in the lab yeah um so i mean that one means a lot to me and then you know my, my best organized noise i feel like is kind of like my best mm. project period you know for the for the greater hip hop world you know mm-hmm. in terms of just being comprehensive and, and meaning a lot
0: I I got to listen to the Homework. the Saint Louis one yeah. that that I
2: sounds that, crazy I think I
3: I got that I got that I got I got you yeah. okay got cool you. yeah send it yeah I one like, I think yeah. it's
2: still on Dat Piff or something I mean I could I can, you I, can, I can get you a link for sure
0: yeah cause that that's crazy yeah. 50 50 different freestyle damn the yeah. Fact yeah. That I,
1: was, I haven't heard it right, like, that's that's no. right. Yeah. I need to hear that. All oh shit right Wasn't nobody saying that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keep, that <shit. laughs> that's perfect. Keep that
1: shit. Keep that shit. Keep that shit. Insider. Yeah. Nah, definitely. Yeah. Had to be here.
0: I need that link ASAP. See? I got this. That, sure. that is the epitome of STL. Support the Lou. That's what it stands for. Yeah. And yeah. that's what Trackstar does. With yeah. that tape alone, just that tape. I haven't even heard the shit, um, but you found fifty rappers, or is it singers too, or just no? Nah, it's all rappers. All rappers. There's, oh. uh,
2: I think there's one or maybe two people who are like spoken word, mm. p- okay, poetry a little bit more. So, but rappers. yeah, it's all it was, it was rappers. Especially was,
0: think of the beats back at that time. O like Four was
2: a great yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We still in
0: Rockefeller era. you I would say Dipset was definitely <laughs> <awesome>. like, <laughs> just Blaze, Kanye, kind of, yeah,
1: all in a bag during that time. Like, right. a lot, a lot of rappers. So, we're going to go all the way back to the genesis,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the beginning. Like, where'd you grow up and how was, like, your upbringing?
2: So, I grew up in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, Shout out to Madison. My, my childhood was pretty fire, you know? It was pretty comfortable and, you know, it was uh, east side of Madison is like, a nice nice part of town where it's, like, it's not poor but it's not rich so it's, like, down to earth and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like good values and just good you know good safe safe but you know not sterilized safe you know what i'm saying mm. like uh great you know great family um went to school there high school and everything and then um you know became a massive rap fan in like middle school and high school and then uh, for college i came to wash U,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and i just you know i fell in love with the with the city and the music scene mostly i mean that's really what you know i mean what we were just talking about like my whole since i started djing pretty much because i started djing on k at wash u okay. like i wasn't even a dj i was just a fan mm-hmm. and then i got to k and they had all these rap records when i walked in there just like a whole wall and i was like yo what do i have to do to be here and listen to these records and they're like you just gotta have a radio show and you can come here anytime i'm like well i guess i'm a dj now <laughs> <And so> like, <laughs> like I wasn't trying to be a DJ. I just wanted to hear the music, you know. Mm. And being a DJ has always been about the music I like and sharing the music to me, mm-hmm. you know. Right. It's, uh, I mean, I like the skills and scratching and stuff, but that's not like my focus or like parties or it's just sharing music I like. Like so, when you was
0: in middle school, what was like some of the music that you that made you become a fan?
2: I mean, the you know, I got Snoop and Dre, all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, but like. Tribe and Wu-Tang were like the two things that really like broke my brain. And just, I be mean, I was just, my whole life, after I heard like those two brands, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I don't really care about anything else. <laughs> and I
0: think except, the albums came out on the same day. I want to say yeah, yeah, Midnight Marauders. Midnight Marauders and Enter yeah. the Wu, which yeah, are, you know, two of my favorite,
2: yeah. two of my 10 favorite records for sure. Ever. It's said deep down um, right there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, once I heard, you know, it was just like, I mean, I was playing basketball and I was running track. Mm-hmm. The, you know, that's where the name comes from, but um, oh, okay. other didn't than that, I really that. didn't, yeah, yeah, that's yeah.
1: lit. I ran track in high
2: school and college, Word. yeah, yeah. I did distance, um,
1: yeah, I stopped at the
2: uh, the 400 hurdles was it, yeah. Well, see, 400 was like this the lowest I'd go, and I'd be like, man, yeah. I don't want to have to run. The 400 is just torture. It's just, you have to run as fast as you can, the but for a time. long time. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like, even the 800, I could pace myself a little bit, yeah. you know, but the 400, yeah, I was never good with the four. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, once w- once I heard Wu-Tang, especially, it was like, I didn't care about anything else. And I'd like, even in the summer, I'd wear a long sleeve shirt, and I'd bring my disc man and run an earbud up the sleeve and sit in class like this and just listen <laughs> oh, to music. Genius. Like, I didn't care about anything <laughs> but music at that point, just... Going to the UCD store and trading in you know CDs for something I hadn't heard yet and all that, so yeah, I mean that was.
0: I really liked the brotherhood between like those two groups. Like at the time, it was just like crew love. Mm-hmm. Like it was just the the the, the camaraderie yeah. between the two. And then I'm gl- I'm so glad that the uh they had the little Hulu show for Wu Tang because it put a lot of younger people where like mm-hmm. some people were like hey. Benny, I know you told me to listen to Wu-Tang. I told you to fuck off. But I, I, I'm a fan. Like, I get right, it. I get, right, it. Right, I get right. it what you try trying to say. Like, thank you. That's all i was trying to tell y'all, man. I'm trying to teach the yeah. babies, man. Like, like, Wu-Tang is for the kids, for yeah, the children. All right. like, that's
1: what we try to do. I still ain't done it yet. I'm like why does everybody fucking love Wu-Tang I don't get it it's my pop
0: uh, man he got like it was like that hurts <laughs> no, I, like, I, mean, I, I understand it's all
2: sorts wait, of groups wait, yeah. I got like that too so I'm it's not just I don't I'm know. not judging you I'm just saying yeah. as, no, as a I'm person of my right age now, <laughs> no that's fine
3: that's,
1: but that's, I just wanted to know and like people told me I'm like oh okay I just haven't done my homework
0: like it was different like here in St. Louis when Wu-Tang came out I'm just watching like my uncles and my dad and my aunts just go crazy. They was just like, "You you heard that Wu Tang record? Hey, can I borrow your tape? Can I borrow like they was just yeah, going yeah. like it was like crack and it was just like <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't and they, like every day my dad would play Shame on a Nigga like every day like drop me off at school and shit and preschool at that time yeah, yeah. and I'm just like. I'm just bobbing my head in the back, like, okay, this is some catchy ass (laughs) shit. And, like, he was just up, like, my dad's obsessed with Ghostface Killer and Rayquan. Okay. That was just
2: like. That's awesome. My dad wasn't. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not a Wu-Tang fan at all?
2: <laughs> well, mine either. I know, yeah, I know <laughs> Packers fan Yeah, yeah For sure No, actually he hated the Packers Damn that's the, the
0: first Wisconsin he, he man He must have been a Cowboys well, he, he's, fan
2: he's from the Bronx originally Oh So he okay. moved to Wisconsin I think it was just because everyone else was So his his favorite team was Whoever's playing the Packers this week <laughs> but, now, but now he fucks with the Packers Oh, good Sweet Because um, every
0: person I meet from Wisconsin Is just like They love where they're from Like Oh, yeah. Hardcore And it's like Damn Okay like,
2: Yeah like, I was never like The most Wisconsin Like I don't Like I don't follow The Badgers <laughs> And it's funny Cause for 20 years Since I left Madison I still like Every Saturday During football season Hey mom dad How you doing Oh we're good We're up 21-14 Are you watching the game I'm. I'm still not watching the game. Man. <laughs> like, I didn't even know they was playing today. I, um, are they? Are they doing well this year? Yeah. Well, that makes me happy because it makes you happy. Right. I mean, right. What nothing. show was
1: that? That was like, oh, Wisconsin. At the end, it's like,
2: uh, seventy show. There we mm. go. Yeah. yeah. See, he know.
0: Yeah. That, that's a thing it. out there like for real like
2: oh I don't know I mean it was <laughs> I left Wisconsin in 99 so it's like I don't I know. I don't, really I don't know, what shit. The, uh, I don't know
1: yeah. if it was part of the show like the production company or whatever I don't know yeah I mean it was supposedly set,
2: set outside Milwaukee I think something oh, okay. like that, that makes Yeah, okay didn't know that
0: now yeah. like when you get to the like the radio station mm-hmm. like that that was the moment where you just like, hey, I'm just a DJ. W- what what was the next step after that?
2: So I mean, I started doing the show, and you know, it was really just to listen to the records. So okay. like, I'm not a radio, I'm not like a heavy radio guy. Like, I didn't listen to the radio a lot, and you know, I was just always on my CDs and tapes. I like choosing my own music, mm-hmm. which works for doing radio, but I was never a heavy radio guy. So it was just like making mixtapes on the air, basically. Um, and I did that for a while, and then you know, I just I. Uh, we did a show at Wash U that Bits and Pieces opened up. Mm. So, are you guys familiar with Bits and Pieces? I know you are. Right. <laughs> I've,
1: said, I've, I've heard
2: it. Okay. Heard of it? I don't know. Okay. Only, <laughs> person, so, only person Yeah. So home. we so we need to make that homework for sure. Right. So, <laughs> so, but that's gonna so, mix. So, My don't list know, mix. Is so long. Yeah. So it's Jod Davis and Cat Davis, rest in peace. And so they were kind of like the vanguard of the like underground scene at that point, and they were kind of like getting a lot of shows around town. And um, when I saw them, I was like, "Yo, these guys are like." as good as the real rappers you know (laughs) but they're from here so i started digging into the local scene and so i'm you know i met them um midwest avengers and then eventually got to teff and cash from soul tide Mm -hmm. and so that's where it really because with everyone else i was just like oh cool you know but they were like a little older and you know i just didn't i didn't connect with them like that Mm -hmm. but with teff and cash we were all close to the same age And, you know, they were clawing their way up just like, you know, just like I was, was just while I was getting interested, I was just like, man, I need to, like, help these guys be more known. Mm -hmm. Like, most of my career, to me, is more based around, like, me being like, this dude is more talented than I'll ever be, and it's fucked up that no one knows it, or not enough people know it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like... I like that attitude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not... I didn't grow up like, yo, I'm gonna be the illest DJ in the world. Like, I think I'm a fine DJ. But I'm not like, yo, I'm the greatest, y'all need to know about, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like... That's just never how I've come at it. Does that so, throw
0: other people off when they kind of get that vibe from you?
2: I mean, I you know, I think so. I mean, I think it comes across. Uh, I think it comes across okay. I don't think you know like. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's surprising, I guess. But I also you know, it's so natural to me because that's just how I see it. Where I'm like, wait, you're not like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like I
0: like. Um, this past Friday we was out and like people just talking about the podcast that we do, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, okay, it's great. No, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. they, they expect me to be this asshole, yeah, yeah. or like this, uh, like I'm gonna be this like right. that, and then it kind of throw like, hey, well, you, still I, I, I still care. Don't yeah. get me wrong, yeah. but it's just like it's not a point to like, hey, I have to destroy everyone, and right, right. you know, like we know we have. I'm just having fun, do. yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm assuming that's what you're like, dog. I love yeah, yeah. I'm having fun. I've just been doing
2: doing what I want to do the whole time without any real like goals about it, and I think that helped because Mm
4: -hmm.
2: you know there's a million points along the line where like like when with Mike at the beginning, for example. And I mean, I'm sure I'll probably tell the whole story at some point while we're talking. But like, I did a first bunch of shows, like a couple dozen shows, probably like for free. And not because they were like, yo, we're not going to pay you. It's because I didn't think about asking for money. even True. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, this is Killer Mike. I just want to be around him. You know? Like, <laughs> this is crazy that I get to share the stage with him. Like, I literally was not like, man, okay, so I'm going to do two more for free. And he's going to have to pay me $200. And then I'll do 20 for, You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. none of that. It was, I didn't even think about it until I became his DJ or whatever. But it was just like, I have the opportunity to do this. And that's how like almost everything I've, was, I've um, done has been. And the thing is, you can't do that unless you mean it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because you, yeah. you'll, you'll burn out mm-hmm. or you'll get pissed about, you know. Like yeah. I was grateful for all that, mm. you know. Because um, you was doing something you wanted to. Yeah. Like. And like if you're not doing what you really want to do, if you're just doing that's something because you think that's the move, yeah, you're going to burn out. Or you're not going to be willing to take the extra step. Yep. Or, you know, like you can have the best idea, but if it's not, but if it's just like, yeah, this would work even though it's not what I want to do, Mm
4: -hmm.
2: you're going to, you know, halfway there, you're going to be like, man, I don't want to put in the hours today because I'm not excited about it. Right. And then that's going to be the difference between you and the other person who's doing it, who is excited about it, and they're going to put in that work and get that spot or whatever. So Mm -hmm. it it only works if you're, you know, real about it and, like, doing what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And people always ask me, like, advice and stuff, and I'm like, there's not tricks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, work. Do, do only what you love and try really, really, really fucking hard. Right. Like, and hope you get lucky and don't fuck it up. Right. Like, <laughs> like I say, like, my biggest talent is not fucking it up. Mm. I'm really, really good at not fucking it up. Like, yeah. exceptional. Like I, yeah, I like yeah. Fucking it up. Nah, that's, like, that's all I do. Don't so, fuck up. So when lightning strikes, I don't fuck it up. Mm. Like, but I can't, I can't, like, describe, oh, this is how you get a job working with a famous rapper. (laughs) Right. Because it's just, like, that just happens however it happens. There's Mm -hmm. no, you know, there's no Craigslist ad or, you know what I'm saying? There's not open auditions. Mike wasn't like, okay, I need a DJ.
3: I'm asking the 100
2: best DJs in the world to show me what, you know. Like, I was there that day when he needed somebody. I just happened to be there, and And I was down to do it. And he? I didn't fuck... It. Like, that's the whole mm. story. I, know. <laughs> you know I'm I like that. That's true. i, I put that really? on a shirt. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I, I didn't fuck up.
0: I didn't fuck up. As
3: long as I known Trackstar never fucked up. Always <laughs> on time. And, <laughs> like, always been humble. Like, when i um Story time for me. Because <laughs> I, I remember meeting Trackstar in, like, 04. Okay. It was, like... Heavy in my like b boy days, mm-hmm. and like we uh he DJed this event called Common Space. It was a place called Common Space.
2: I was trying to remember where we met. We met at Common yeah, Space. Yeah. that
3: that checks out. So it was Makes like sense. a monthly b boy session, and like he came in, was like killing it. I'm like, who is this? Like normally I know all the DJs, and I remember asking my brother, I was like, you know Trackstar? Like all oh, the producers? Yeah. I'm like, no, it's a DJ named Trackstar. He's a white guy with a hat.
2: And I'm just like, <laughs> yo, yo when you finish this i need you to give me that drop it's a dj named Trackstar. he's a white guy with a hat i need that That is dope. yeah i'm sending myself a note cause, okay you got it you got it okay because this is getting written down this is happening history and I, yo, i've got an old drop from vandalism he's like Trackstar DJ, I swear, all he does is make mixtapes and buy fitted caps. <laughs> I used to use that all the time. I got to, uh, uh, yeah, I got to bring, sorry. But, um, <laughs> no, it's, it's But he was,
3: like, always consistent. He was, like, the main uh, B-boy DJ for the scene. Mm-hmm. And just, he made mixes for, like, made B-boy mixes and just, like, always consistent. Like, so, far as I know, Trackstar, every show he did, everything. I remember that time I came to Houston, you had, like, stomach flu or something. You had not. Food poisoning. Oh, sh- and, like, man. he was just like, I'm hitting him up. He's not responding back to me. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, I'm here, and the tickets work. <laughs> and, like, yeah, I okay. and I remember seeing him on stage. He's like, man, I'm sorry I ain't here back to you. I was sick. I'm like, dog, you look completely fine. He's like, nah, trust me, I was like, This was the festival, right? Yeah. We had Nas come out, right? No, it was day and night. It's day and night. In Houston. In Houston. It was Soul Election, um, Blood Blood <sighs> Orange.
2: Like uh, Dallas, Dunicat. no Houston. Was it Dallas? No, it's Houston. Houston, day and night. We didn't have Nas come out. No, nah. I mean it rained. It rained
3: middle of y'all set because it was just like it was. It was like eighty degrees and then dropped down to forty. Okay, and then it started raining like hella hard.
1: I wouldn't remember if Nas came out either.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, because
2: because I thought cause there was a time in Houston where I was really really sick, like dying sick, Dumb. and that was not that was nuts. So That must have been a different. That was day for now. I remember was it? Like,
3: okay. You know. But anyway. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to say Moving that, that. Moving on. That was like on. the worst <laughs> day ever for me. <laughs> um. Did not... Oh, die. yeah. I'm about to flame
1: Nas again. No, we're not. No, that, was, that was my story. No further comment. That was my story. No, no further comment. No,
0: no no no, oh, wait. Cook. So you weren't
2: being sarcastic? You were really disparaging Nas right there? He's, I'm, a,
1: uh,
0: he's Well, the the running... <laughs> I guess i will call it gag between like... Me and Mo oh, yeah. are Jay. Uh, okay, Jay-Z okay, okay.
2: Now, now, from the Charlie Chan episode, I'm remembering some things. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. It,
1: it makes sense.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, that, yeah. that was me. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm also a Jay fan, and I'm also 100% takeover over Ether. Uh, that's all he, one, one, that's all he wants to hear. That's all he wants to hear. But I would tolerate no Nas slander. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy.
1: See, you almost had me.
2: You cannot, you cannot get Wu Tang yet. That's okay. We all do things at our own pace. But Nas slander, that's uh yeah, that's a problem.
1: I respect Nas.
2: It's just, um, I would goddamn hope so.
1: Oh yeah, you, you really have no choice if you're really into music. Like, it just, he just wasn't that guy for me growing up. You know what I'm saying? It's like you growing up, you had you was either Pac or Biggie. You know what I'm saying? Like. A lot of people made that choice. Mm -hmm. And I chose (laughs) hope. I ignored the fuck out of Nas for 20 years. And I'm going to keep that up.
2: (laughs) Well, but see, this actually makes me jealous of you. Because this means someday you're going to come to your fucking senses... And you're gonna have a whole catalog of incredible rap music I've to go said back that. to.
1: Yeah, I've said that. I've said that. So that's cool. I'm looking forward to it. You know what? <laughs> One day I was I was being lazy. Mm-hmm. I was listening to an episode of Solection and Joe K played, uh Whose World Is This? Uh New York State of Mind. Oh, mm-hmm. however the fuck his songs go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, this shit kinda jammed. I said, I'm out turn this shit. But I didn't. <laughs> so now he got wow. like two songs that I like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And think you, know, you know, you
2: could just, like, both. <laughs> I do. Oh, now, both songs of Nas no. that I heard. <laughs> I mean Nas and shit. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm getting her, I'm getting her. Slow motion, yeah, man, slow okay. motion.
0: Now, like, who, who did you have any, like, uh, DJs that, like, kind of, like, influenced you once you yeah, got yeah. your feet wet and, for like, For sure, DJing? for
2: sure. I mean, when I was just listening to music, it was mostly DJs that made music. Like, DJ Shadow is, like, Oh, a, hero, a superhero to me. Like that's Ooh, I wow. listen to DJ shout all the time. Damn. Um Z trip and Kubert and all the, you know, all the legend turntablists, beat junkies and all them. But when I got here and started leaving campus, you know excuse me. Um, when I started playing outside of just wash U parties and at K War, started going to the science and seeing I mean, all the St Louis DJs I'm about to name are like heroes to me and, you know, they should all be known worldwide type shit. But, you know, Needles, Chili, C, mm. Crucial, Chan, mm-hmm. Stand the Man, Canine, 9 Iceman, Fly DX. You know, all the dudes that I was seeing at the High Point and Blueberry Hill. You know, I learned so much. Agile One, mm. uh, Cinnamon. You know, these are all people mm-hmm. that are Aflex, Smitty. These are all people I watched every week and you know absorb something from. Even if I couldn't tell you what it was, mm-hmm. you know, like they formed like the, they formed like the, my worldview of of. DJs and of you know of working DJs that you know because there's so many different types of DJs. Yeah. But people who DJ every week and the you know Mike 2600, the Litter Thugs crew. I, I love doing this. I'm, I might name 30 more. <laughs> but, um, I really should have brought a pen and paper. <laughs> well, you are recording this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I go back and listen to it. Uh, but you know like and and you know the difference between DJing for the culture and DJing for a party and DJing for MCs and DJing for B-boys. And, you know, like Mm. I learned so much about from all these, all these guys. And and so I tried my hand and all of it. And, you know, I mean, he was talking about, I was doing B-boy shit heavy for a while and I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just, you know, I was just, I was excited to try everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, Hopefully, people didn't realize how bad I was, or you know, or or I wasn't as bad as I thought I was. No, nah, you right. always landed. One, one or the other. You always landed. Um, you Always landed correctly. Work, cause yeah, sometimes like uh, at the settle the score joint, I forget who one of the other DJs was, but they were DJing, and I was just like, why would they even have me at the same event as this dude? Like uh, it was Mark, uh, just Mark Lewis. just do the whole thing. Him and it was SB, but wasn't there someone from, someone from out of town, or was it just me, him, SB, and Mark Lewis? It was yeah. It was Mark okay, Lewis. it was just three of us. Either way, I mean, SB, B Two. No, the, uh, you might be talking about... Uh, I feel like it was someone from Chicago or Battle. something. Oh, yeah, 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 DJ yeah. DJ Chewy from the West Coast. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. He yep, was crazy. He yep. was crazy nice. Yep. Um, so, yes, yeah, so there's a million things like that. And, like, you know, that's another thing when, like, people are, like, Oh, from St. Louis, was the DJ scene like I'm like I'm like the hundredth best DJ in St. Louis? Like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like, you know, if 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 you think I'm okay, you can go crazy when you hear all these dudes. <laughs> I've been right?
3: saying that. I've been saying that since the Charlie episode, and I've been saying that my whole entire life. Saint Louis DJs are the best. Mm-hmm. Like I will put our best against any best in the in the US, though. Um, I believe it too. Mm. In the world. No, nah, fuck that. In the world, Craig, yeah. Let's go. In the world. <laughs> In the world. B-Money, Char- alahan you know. Ch- mm-hmm. Charlie, B-Money, Stan. Yep. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. On those, on those alone. Yeah. Come on. Though. Well,
2: the, the the Fly DX freestyling and the beat juggling video. Which, uh, are you familiar with that? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. You,
2: if you guys haven't seen it, we need to...
3: <laughs> I, I, we got we got the pin we, and
2: pack yeah we'll <laughs> we'll maybe watch it when we finish here because it's like i've shown it to people all over the world and i've never had any single person say i've seen someone do that mm-hmm. not a single person like Edan and j live do a version of it which is dope but what fly's doing is different and it's mm. i've never seen it i've never had anyone be like oh yeah like this dude does that like the st louis talent is crazy that's i mean that's always been what, what's motivated me you know i mean when i heard teff and cash i was like oh these guys rap better than pretty much everyone on the CDs, you know? On <laughs> my I'm, I'm, I'm hundreds of CDs in my in my closet. You know, and then I heard Rocky, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was I, a, was a- I remember the moment I heard Rocky. Right. I was at High Point, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'd heard his name, but I didn't really know. And I was having a conversation with someone, and then Rocky started rapping, and I just, like, lost the conversation. <laughs> I'm just, like, looking. And Tef was behind me, and I, like, not taking my eyes off the stage, i like, Lean back to Tef and I was just like, yo, who the fuck is that? He's like, oh, you don't know Rocky? Like, what the fuck is your problem not telling me about this? (laughs) Like, no, I don't. (laughs) No, you know I don't. But it seems that you should have introduced me sooner. (laughs) And, you know, I mean, you know, to this day, he's still, you know, one of my favorite rappers on this planet. Tef, too. You know, I mean, there's so many people. Wafiq, you know, now I'm gonna do now I'm gonna do with rappers what I just do with DJs. Uh, <laughs> you, I've
0: definitely seen you shout them out on like interviews and stuff like all the time. Yeah, I, like, do, Yo, my, I, that's
2: what's up. I do. Yeah, I do my best too for sure. And that's one of my favorite things about having the Shade Show is you know I'm not interested in playing. If I was gonna play the records, everyone else plays on the radio. Again, I'm not a radio dude, so like I'm not into making radio shows. Mm-hmm. But I'm very into having a huge platform to highlight people who make the music that I love and making and getting it known you Mm -hmm. know even if it doesn't come across right or you know whatever because that's the thing i don't do there's no favors even when i try and convince myself to do a favor it's like i don't care how good of friends i am with you i need to hear it it may needs to make me feel the right way and it needs to fit and i'll put it on there and then i don't Mm -hmm. care if you have 12 soundcloud followers or you know whatever Mm -hmm. but i also have my very peculiar particular taste and people be like yo I, I, i listen to your show i know what you like i'm sending you this and i'm just like didn't work, sorry, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, like I I I try not to put too much into it besides just naturally what I like, you know, 'cause that's what I like. That's what I like doing. Like the minute I'm not playing what I like is not fun for me anymore, you know? Yeah. I, I like, cause I like
0: what you're doing because it'll I'm one of the people where I don't I'm not like this music snob to the point where if I don't know what I'm hearing, I'm just like, oh, I'm not listening to it. I'm tuning it out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a very like, who is that? Like, I need to know yeah. like who, who's making this? Like, I you exa- know immediately. Yeah, for example, like uh, Franco, he's DJing one day at a parlor one night, and he played this song by uh Sa Baby, one of, uh, yeah. rapper from Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I ran to the <laughs> DJ booth like, yo, yo Franco. I, I I never bother DJs when they in the lab in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I never do that. So it had to be special. I'm like yo, who is this? He's like, oh, Saw Baby, Sunny Days. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you the fuck. That's along. the type of bother do we don't mind.
2: Or? I mean, that like that that's what makes my day as a DJ. You know, if I'm playing in public or even on the radio. Like some weeks on the radio, I'll finish the show and I'll be like, man, I'm tired. I don't you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep doing this. Then I'll have like three DMs from like yo, what was that song? The chorus went like this. I, I've been YouTube and trying to find it. I'm like. See, that's why I have to keep, that's why I have to keep doing it, Mm -hmm. because those moments are, like, what I, what I live for, so, you know. That's me. I love that's, and I I, I still run to the DJ booth if I hear something, you know. um, I can't Shazam it, man. (laughs) It never
0: works. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's the thing, I get get
2: that all the time, too, because, like, most of the stuff I'm playing is, like, hella underground, it's just on SoundCloud or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I get so many people, like, yo, I Shazammed your whole show, and. I got like three songs, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's why like I diligently the put show. the playlist up every week because I'm like I'm trying to make it easy for people to find these records and mm-hmm. find these artists. Because yeah. um, I'm
0: because I'm I'm one of the people that's definitely like looking. Yeah. I'm all the time. like yo, the time. there's never there's no such thing
2: as enough music for me. Yeah, like ever. and and I do that for nerds like me because I would that's what I would do is if I was listening to a show <laughs> and I liked it, I'm like. I don't need to pinpoint one song. I need to see this whole playlist. I want to look at it. I want to absorb Dang. the names on it. So next time I see the name, I'll remember. Oh yeah, you know, even if I don't go get that song, mm-hmm. I'm like oh, I remember Nems. Oh yeah, Trackstar played two 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 Nems songs. So I'm gonna check the you know next time I see his name, I'm gonna check it. You know, just like I need I need all that. So yeah, I mean, I love I play St. Louis artists. I play a lot of battle rappers music because I'm really into battle rap. Oh okay. And you know the stereotype of the battle rappers don't make good Can't music. Make a song. Um, mm. A lot of the time it's true, but you know what? A lot of regular rappers don't make good music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back. Even back. Back. And there's and there's a lot of battle rappers that make great music. Mm-hmm. Um, including St. Louis. I mean Averb, Averb's Just seen him inc- yesterday. Incredible. Oh, Word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, his album last year, Bliss, was like I mean, no gas. Like it was if not my favorite rap album of the year, it was top mm-hmm. five to me. Like I love her, but I did not expect that. When I heard mm-hmm. it, I was just like, he sent it to me early. mm mm-hmm. And I had him I'm like, "Yo, is it cool if I if I you know play something before it comes out?" And he's like, "Hell yeah, debut something, whatever you want." And I was like, "Do you got any like singles? He's like, "Whatever you want." I'm like, "I, I want to just play it all." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was kind of hoping you'd tell me what to play so I wouldn't have to sit here and painstakingly you know pick two or whatever. All right? But yeah. You know, he's he's incredible. Um, you know, Ilmacula makes great music. Daylight, uh, Sue Surf makes great music. Marv One, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can't I, tell. I just like listing people that I, I think see. are cool. Like,
4: that's a talent. That's crazy.
0: Um, like because yeah. I've 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 heard yeah I've heard good things about Verb stuff. I, yeah, I've heard bliss too. And then Surf gets a lot of a lot of like hey like you got us to Surf like all right I'll get around to it <laughs> like and then Marv One he's damn near like legendary to me. Yeah, Marv's, okay. Marv's like because he's been touring for like a minute.
2: Yeah, he like, just he just sent me a new record that I played last week. That's. Super dope, yeah. and he and he makes a lot of beats too. Like oh, I, he's yeah, underrated for a producer.
1: Damn,
2: that's up? Fuck
0: with that talent, yeah. man. The Midwest so beat so much, guess yeah, she cracking, man. Yep. <laughs> like, I love it. Pat ourselves on the back.
2: There's a record dude. by New Jersey. It, I, don't, I don't know if you guys fuck with Battle Rap, but I do. New Jersey Twerk. Mm-hmm. He's got. He's only got like one song out in the world, and it is so crazy. Damn, it's called I... Oasis. I've played it like twenty weeks in a row on the show. <laughs> like no lie. Like yeah, he just battled last night. Yeah, yeah. I was actually watching on the way over here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I still listening ain't... to it. I wasn't watching it while I was driving. I haven't over. seen it yeah. yet. Yeah,
0: because he like I said, I he was one of the people where I was kind of I'd be in and out of battle rap. Mm-hmm. But it's always like one person to bring me back. Like, yo, who was that? Like, yeah, he's and so he was crazy. one of those guys. Like, yo, like who was that dude? So
2: crazy. <laughs> and he brings that level of like creativity and energy to this song.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I don't even know how to describe the song. Like, he raps like seven different ways on it. He's just like switching flows <laughs> on a it's, song
0: called Oasis. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yo, it's so
2: wild. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The, like, but, but he's not car. from St.
2: Louis, so fuck all that. We, we, we <laughs> Back to the crib.
0: Back to the Midwest. Back
2: yeah. to St. That's, Louis. That's, uh, I love twerk, but that's enough twerk
0: time. Yeah. To like when I when I do go up to like the DJ booth, like the reason why I, I'll be hesitant sometimes when I hear something like new or that I don't know mm-hmm. is because I know a hundred people like come up to y'all like bugging you about shit requests. Like, yeah, requests. Yeah but, like that. yeah, but
2: you're doing the opposite of a request. I hate requests. I got I make t-shirts that say no requests ever. Shouts out to my homie DJ Ford. She's like the collaborator <laughs> on that. That was, that was his thing first. But that's the opposite of a request. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not, I don't like what you're doing. I want you to do something different for me. That's, mm-hmm. I love what you're doing. And I, I connected with it. So I want to know more about it. Please, you know, mm-hmm. like. Because I
0: always look at it like if, if a DJ is like doing his job and doing what they love to do. It's like. I'm I'm a guest in their crib, and it's like me trying to say, "Hey, does DJ cook this?" But no, cook me something else. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, yeah. that's, this, I went go going nobody's house who invited me for dinner for something like that, and then say, I thing. want a new yeah. meal. Yeah. Like, be
2: like, and and it's all different types of DJs too. I mean, there's DJs that are there just to serve the people, and mm-hmm. you know, like, and there's Press nothing play. wrong with that. It's just a different, it's just a different vibe than what I'm on, and you know, most of the people who I admire are on. Yeah. You know,
1: it's a different level of love for the music.
2: Yeah, and, it, and that takes – and then especially the people that can combine both, it takes, like, an amazing talent to, mm. like, know what will connect with people and pinpoint that really accurately while still doing it your way to where, you know, it, it's still, like, passionate and connected. And it's not just, like, I like doing it because it makes me the life of the party mm. type, you know. Because then I get to be the guy on the platform, you know, in front of everybody. Um, you know, feel yeah. feel good because I'm making everyone dance, which is an amazing thing, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a separate thing. But, I mean, you can ask Marty. He was at Gramophone with me last night. I, w- <laughs> I was not worried about what those people wanted to do. <laughs> yo, he's straight playing
3: the super most underground shit ever. Like, huh, oh, watch this Marty.
2: <laughs> 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 I pl- I yeah, BM- I played BM Jr. And I was like, yo, I just need one person. I just need one person rapping along out here. I was like, I- fuck-, fuck the other 150 people. Here. I just need one person rapping. I, saw- I said, look, he's- that guy's All rapping right. along. I'm good.
1: I just remembered what I was supposed to do last night. What? Go to Gramophone. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard for me not to text Marty say, What you up to tonight? Because Marty is up to everything. All-
2: <laughs> yeah, I was so impressed he showed up I'm like, What you been up to? He's like, I was just here, here, and here. Yeah. So I figured I'd stop by here, I'm going to go there and then there. And I was just like, Damn, I'm so old.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't want to come here and I'm getting paid to come
3: here. <laughs> nah, we stayed. I, that was the longest I stayed out in a while. Yeah. It was like 2 30 when I decided to leave. Cause every time I was about to go, and someone else came in the door, i was yeah, like, oh, "Ah, yeah. so, so, let me phone. let me chill for 15 minutes and just like the tough came, I was like, "Ah, oh, let me chill for 15 yep. minutes." Mm. I'm just like, Cha Factor was there and was like, "Ah, oh. well, all the homies here, the whole gang yeah. is here." Right. It, feel like, it feel like back girl in like, <laughs> yeah. At the
0: gramophone of all places, like right, where we like, all like used to every week, yeah. it yeah. felt like 2012. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it felt like before. There's a sandwich shop. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right, those sandwiches are so fucking good, though. Yeah, like, I, like at first <laughs> so I'm like, great. how dare you?
0: Like, I saw so many great acts here, and then you taste the sandwiches, like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Now we had our farewell party there before I before yeah, we left St. Yeah. Louis in Oh, I
3: gotta watch that um, too. We gotta watch. That. <laughs> That was such a fun night. Oh my god! Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. I remember, Rocky did government name, and everybody just hopped on stage. <laughs> everybody <laughs> you just said hopped
2: nine? up. Yes. Oh yes. yeah,
1: that was live on oh. the oh. every year.
2: Yeah. Mm.
3: Yep. Seven nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah Trust. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tripping. I'm fine. Not...
0: Like, nah. so how did um like the uh, smoking section come about for you?
2: So there was a blog called the Smoking Section mm-hmm. that. Lock days. I think I think I think it starts in 0, oh starting like 05 maybe. And so around 06, that's where I start, first started paying attention to Mike's music. So
4: mm-hmm.
2: I heard Monster. I thought Monster was cool, but I was I just wasn't in the right wavelength at that moment. Like I don't even think I like gave it like the real listen I should have. Mm-hmm. Um and I definitely was like this dude's dope. Mm-hmm. I just didn't it just didn't hit for me like that for whatever reason at that right. at that time. Uh, I always liked Mike, you know, in general. But then Smoking Section po- posted uh, a song called That's Life off I-, I Pledge Allegiance to the Graphite. Oh, shit. I'm so glad you brought that up. I heard that song and I was like, it was kind of like the moment with Tef where I was like, how come no one told me Killer Mike's the best rapper on the entire planet? I'm like, yeah. how come no one told me this dude is the perfect rapper? He's like, Man. everything I like about rap, he's like, clever and aggressive and saying some shit and street
0: shit mixed into uh,
2: it. I was just like this dude is
0: like that that particular song, like I was I was at school and he dropped the uh oh Pledge Allegiance to the Grind. Yeah. And that song just stood out. Like it was like if you listen to it now, it's he's a prophet. (laughs) <laughs> like, dog He was dissing the fuck Out of Bill Cosby Now look at Bill Like this, like <laughs> Then he was dissing the fuck Out of Oprah
2: She fell yesterday Yeah, exactly
0: Boom There you go <laughs> like, like If you ever watch this uh, uh, it's an Interview on Comedy Hype With Monique And she's breaking down Like Yeah Why Like Oprah and Whoopi Goldberg Let her down And I was like Yo, when I was watching that shit I'm like yo Killer Mike was rapping about this shit In like 05, Like And Ahead I was like this culture. And it was the same thing Like I did I did not listen to Monster that much. Yeah. Like, he had a couple joints on there, like the reaction joint mm-hmm. with Bone Crusher and stuff. I'm like, oh, he's dope. Yes. And then when I heard that song, I was like,
2: whoa. No, that, that song, you know, there, there's only a few moments like that, but there's moments like that where it just changes your life when you hear, like, one thing. And it's like when I heard the Wu-Tang thing, when I saw Rock, you know, when I first met Tef and then when I first saw Rocky on that stage. Mm-hmm. And then that was definitely one of them where I was just like, oh, okay, so the world as I knew it is not as it is. It turns out. Oh, okay. Y'all just hiding <laughs> this from me. Whoever I thought was the best rapper at that time, Jay or whoever, I'm like, turns out they're not. <laughs> it's it's not Andre. It's not it's it's Killer Mike. It'll I didn't I didn't know. Out. Now let me. Because
0: uh... <laughs> I mean, at that time, now think, looking back on it, like like Killer Mike taught me more. Like more than my whole educational mm-hmm. career, mm-hmm. like where I, I didn't like, like, like I said that particular song. I'm thinking these people are like great leaders, but then the way he broke it down, I was like, damn, they really don't be in the hood, like, and, and they really don't be helping, like, like you and know what I'm down. saying? Like, it's like whoa, mm-hmm. yep. like he, he, like he pulled the wool off of my eyes, yep. you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, and that made me pay attention to him more, and that's when I start getting into debates. And they'd be like, who? Right. I'm like, yes. Killer Mike is top five. Yeah. Like, you... And then they'd be like, I'm like, t- I'm telling them, like, you gotta go listen to him. Like, yep. please go listen
1: to him. Yeah. If they say no, they just don't know.
0: I'm, yeah. I'm walking around yeah. school saying grind time, rap gang, bang, bang, bang. Where, and I'm like, yo, he's where are you sc-
2: Where were you at school? In Lincoln. In Lincoln. Okay. hmm
0: And, like, that was around the time, you know, D4L was out right. heavy, Young wow. Dro. And like, it, 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 yeah, it was like... And then he just dropped, 50? yeah, and he dropped like this project. Where, like I said, that's like I think that's like one of my. I think that is my favorite project he ever released because that was just my like my introduction. Yeah, then I went back to It's Damn, one of those
2: ones. I don't know if it's my favorite, but nothing nothing else could mean more to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that puts me in a place, a very specific place, because mm-hmm. like I heard that song and then the whole two disc joint, mm-hmm. like. I was playing, and I, was, I always tell the story this way, but I was playing his shit at Halo Bar, which I did Halo Bar every Friday for like three, four years. Mm-hmm. I was playing his shit at Halo Bar like it was the number one hit. <laughs> like I was playing like seven joints off the album every week. And I had people who were coming to the Halo Bar because they didn't even know where to get, you know, because this is when Mike, you know, he was with OutKast and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he had the falling out with Big Boy. Yeah. And he kind of, he was like like the lowest point of his career. Like he was coming back up out the mud, like yep. starting over. So that that CD didn't have crazy distribution or ads or marketing. You know, it was super independent. So, yep. like, people didn't know where to find it. So I had people coming on Fridays just like, yo, did you play it yet? You didn't play it yet, right? I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's still coming. <laughs> like, they were coming just to hear it. So, like, you know, I was championing him super crazy and, you know, having the same conversations you were. Like, mm-hmm. anytime I'm talking to someone about it, I'm like, yo, but have you heard? Yeah. I'm like, okay, just trust me. I get it because a few months ago I didn't get it either. But <laughs> right. trust me, you know. Um, so yeah, so I heard that on the smoking section. So that was a blog. So it became my favorite blog just because they had great taste in music and they like mm. they had they had leaked shit where you could get the music early and downloadable MP3s. And I'm I'm a hoarder, physical and digital. So like. <laughs> I don't like this streaming world. I still download everything. Yeah. I still my Mac is always full. I'm always having to delete 30 albums to make space when mm-hmm. I need to download something because I need the MP3s. Because they could take that shit away like that, right? Yeah. But they can't take my 25 external hard drives that <laughs> are terribly disorganized. But I got Damn. hundreds of thousands of songs. You know, i have got every song I ever. So need. you're
0: like Shadow, but with MP3s. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah yep. yep. You know, I, I got some records, but yeah, not. Not like Shadow.
0: Yeah, um, I, I was just watching something like I want to say like a month ago, mm-hmm. and his
2: house, literally, vinyls, yeah, everywhere. Oh, and I, he's and he's got multiple storage facilities. Cops, I was like, Damn. Like I was asking because he did a like collabo shoe with I think Reebok, mm-hmm. and I just found out about it, and I'm like crazy Shadow stand, you know? So I was just like, I saw it, and I was I was searching. That you can't get him anywhere. It was very limited, 2004 or something like that, and I was mm-hmm. like. I don't know him. Is this, is, this a cra- is this a crazy thing to text him about? <laughs> and I was like, yo, you don't by chance still have... He's like, I got a few pairs, but I don't even know which storage facility they're in. I'm like, okay, man, don't even worry about it. Don't trip. Like, yeah, he's he's got a lot of stuff. But yeah, so smoking section, I was getting all the music and they were putting me on to all sorts of different stuff. You know, it's the beginning of the blog era. Um, so I started bothering them incessantly, which is another theme of my career when I... <laughs> When I'm passionate about it, and I'm a very polite person, so I never, I never, you know, I'm never trying to bother people. If you tell me no, cool. Mm-hmm. But if you don't tell me no, I mean, you remember? The, you, still? No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit you in a couple weeks. Hey, Maybe next. Um, so I started, you know, trying to get them to post my mixtapes. They started posting my mixtapes. And mm-hmm. then I've always, I mean, not recently, but I, I was always a writer too. So I started writing for them too and writing blog posts and covering music and just writing all sorts, of, all sorts of crazy stuff. I remember I wrote a piece about... I saw Michael Eric Dyson at UMSL. Mm-hmm. And then the next day... So I used to work with kids at the juvenile detention center on Enright. Okay. So I'd go in there and teach like hip-hop classes and stuff. And so they had T.I. come in. When T.I. had to do the community service after he got out mm-hmm. got out of jail or whatever. So they had him come in and talk to the kids. And so the guy was like, yo, do you want to come sit in? I was like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on back-to-back days, I saw Michael Eric Dyson at UMSL and then T.I. at the JDC... And I wrote a piece, like, contrasting, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. the people at UMSL were all already there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were already, you know, it was before the term woke, but they were already <laughs> they were already woke, you know? It was like yeah. academics and, you know, social justice people. So, like, what he was saying was amazing, but it was all shit. It was, he was preaching to the choir, really. Mm-hmm. And then when I was watching T.I. in that room, I was like, there's nothing like this. I was like, I just got chills just thinking about it, because I was just like, he might have changed a dozen like, life's for real Mm -hmm. today. And it put put in perspective what I was doing, which, you know, I was giving them a little bit of inspiration, giving them a little opportunity to, you know, record and do things that they might not have gotten to do. But I'm like, those kids, when they said TI is coming, everyone needs to be quiet. I worked there for a couple years. I never saw them that quiet. (laughs) And he walked in and, like, his presentation, too, it was just just amazing. So I, like, wrote a piece about how, you know, incredible what he did was. And I was just like, man, if the TI's of the world did that, Mm. As often as the Cornells and Michael Eric, you know, and they, yeah. everyone's got their role. It's nothing against them. But I'm mm. like, I'm saying if the T.I.s of the world did that that religiously,
3: yeah.
2: it was just it was just crazy in that room, just like seeing the way he related to them and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I can tell them whatever I want about, hey, Africa Bambada and shit, you know, but mm. like they know that I don't understand where they're coming from the same way when T.I. walked in the room, they're like, he knows exactly. Yeah, what my life is you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was it was you know it was really amazing to see um but yeah so the smoking section i keep i keep bouncing, <laughs> bouncing off and bouncing back uh so yeah so it's just a blog that i wrote for for a long time they they helped me with my mixtapes uh gotti the guy from there who i owe everything to um like he's actually kind of like co-signed me with mike and got me on board with mike once um uh, once that process got started um and then so the blog got bought by UpRocks, and then UpRocks decided they didn't want it to be a blog anymore, mm-hmm. which is like, you fuckers, why don't you just <laughs> let us keep it? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they just disappeared the whole blog, just like 10 years of posts and stuff that, you know, I mean, I wrote a lot, but, um, you know, there was people that had written hundreds of articles, and it's cool, a lot of them gone on to, like, do really big things in journalism stuff. David Dennis and Justin Tinsley writes for ESPN, and, you mm-hmm. know um but uh yeah so the blog was defunct so then when I got the shade 45 show I was trying to figure out what to call it or what to you know what to make the theme or whatever and then it hit me you know that I could call it that and kind of like keep the name alive and it's already mm. a name people associate with me because mm-hmm. I was rocking with them for so long and it's a tribute to a site that means so much to me that mm. you know kind of got a unfair death mm. All right. um and then I realized, which was really great, I was like, damn, I already have a whole collection of smoking Section drops from when I was doing mixtapes for the site. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, I immediately got like 100 drops for my radio show. <laughs> so <Sounds laughs> also a great story. You know, I, yeah, I got all sorts of, you know, big name rappers doing drops <laughs> for, the sh- for the show. That's um, genius. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even mean to do it that way. Yeah. Like that just, you know, again, it worked out because I was doing, I wanted to pay tribute to something that I cared about. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and then I got the bonus of the drops. <laughs> dope. Yeah, I remember
3: definitely remember your mixtapes circulating. Yeah. that one that uh, you did uh Royster Five Nine versus Lil' Wayne. Mm. I remember that popped on like MTV news. Yeah right? yeah yeah. Mm. So when I say when Trackstar when I say when Trackstar dropped mixtapes back then, especially in that blog era, dog, them joints used to circulate like crazy dog. I yeah,
2: remember man, those those were good days.
3: You had a joint I, I I don't think it was a mixtape, I think it was
0: like an album and you like mixed it but I, it was dope. <sighs> Um, cause I know Spade was on it. Uh, the pocket full of ones. Nah, I know um, Spade was on it. Teff was on it. I want to say Van was on it too. It sounds like all of them. Uh, <laughs> what the boogie bang? That couldn't be. Ah, uh, it was. It was just one rapper. It was. A, I swear. I think you mixed it. But I don't think it was a mixed tape though. Oh, and it like featured all of them. Yeah. Hmm. D- dude's name was Kareem.
2: Kareem Got, oh, gotta be Kareem. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. oh, wait, wait. Yeah. So, so, so Kareem's family. I mean, he's yeah, he's from here. Okay. Yeah, okay. he's from here. That's he's part um. Of course, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been he's been gone for. I always forget how like he left in '06 or '07 or something. A little bit later. Oh. Was it? Yeah. I always get confused because he always like reminds me. I mean, I still talk. To, I still talk to Godby <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my dude. But um, yeah, yeah. He's he's an incredible rapper.
0: Yeah, because um, I I remember I used to play that all the time, and I remember the cover. And then I was like, "Yo, these that song with Spade yeah was like
2: yeah, crazy." Yeah, yeah. I was
0: like, "Oh, nah. like." So
2: here's another one. Have you guys heard Soul Tide?
3: Wow, Man. y'all Yo. ever heard Soul Tide?
1: Sorry to disappoint
2: you. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> look, it's a it's there's so much. I don't want to say I have or have. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that's, that's, that's what, that's what I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Like, there's so much music, I and mean, there's yeah, so yeah. much music, especially especially you know you guys there even more so than ours because I mean you're 35. How old are you guys? 34.
1: 34. 30
2: up.
0: We yeah, all sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So
2: I mean there's so I mean, much more music for you for you guys. Yeah. You I mean know. I had the unfair advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean and, and yeah, you had a, exactly you had an unfair advantage. You were on the scene you <laughs> Yeah, you, you did, had Right. <laughs> Girl um, with <we're laughs>
1: Fenster. <laughs> <laughs> knows every fucking thing. Um,
2: speaking of which, I can't go too much farther without professing my love for that dude. this <laughs> <Vince laughs> is the yeah. greatest man. Oh yeah. yeah. Um uh, you know. That's I've, facts. I've, I've been that dude means a lot to me. He's done so much. We've done so much stuff together and he's been so supportive and he's i mean he's talked about people who are selfless for the scene and oh, just yeah. putting on every chance he gets and and looking out that that dude's amazing um
3: it's a lot of a lot of rappers a lot of DJs a lot of people that's in the hip hop scene in the last i can say 25 mm-hmm. 25 years yeah. in St. Louis and it wasn't for offensive like cats wouldn't be where they at yeah they wouldn't know how to perform yeah on stage properly not connected on a radio, not connected anywhere. Like my mm-hmm. brother was the vital, yeah. super vital. I know I was last like, my brother and everything, but like, right. yeah.
2: but like, yo, dead I mean, ass. He's,
3: he's, he's like, that. he's one of the most important, one, one of the most important, important, people. important people in the St. Louis hip hop.
1: Shit, if anybody would know, it'd be you.
3: I seen him rap
0: live one time, and it was like a, a fucking unicorn, nigga. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, what the well, fuck?
2: Well, like, yo, that's the thing with that one dollar mix volume four I was talking about. Mm-hmm. I had fence down there. I had Odie on there, who hadn't spit a verse in a hundred years. <laughs> like, like I had all the dudes that were on the scene and at the high point in Blueberry Hill. Mm-hmm. But I also got, like, yeah, like, I had a, fin- it's probably the last Finstaverse, right? Has he done anything since? Um, what year was that? That was 04,
3: 05? That was, like, right at the end. Of right the Rutgers, the end yeah. That was right at the end of crew, because they had a second album coming out. Okay, They never dropped it.
2: Mm. Yeah, it might have been the last released verse, and I'm sure it was the last released <laughs> Odieverse. See, I got the
3: last something. Um, <laughs>
2: nah. That's that great. Odie verse is great, too. All, all I remember is, I forget the setup, but he said, but be careful, I got my son and my gun with me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think about uh, that line all the damn on time. A, on a quick sidebar, people don't know who King Odie is. Yeah. He was a writer back in the early 90s. He wrote for The Boss. Mm-hmm. So, deeper, like, that's a, really a St. Louis record.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And he was Slick. like, yeah, he, I mean, he had a record. Uh, well, Silk's Move had a record deal. Silk's Him move. and Silk yeah, Move, Six they were move. like, yeah. I don't know about the first St. Louis, but... Cl-
4: one Pretty of the nice. early
2: St. Louis people to have like a national record deal. Mm-hmm. And Odie's a legend as a rapper, as a DJ, and then you know, high point, he's just always been like I mean, like Finsta, he's like a leader of leader of young men type shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like he mentors people and gives game and, you know, very selfless. And that's yeah, that's another dude I love. Um Yeah, how do we uh, get here though? No, great. Soul Tide, Soul, yeah. Tide Soul, ah, Soul Tide, Tide yeah. Soul yeah. Tide, Soul okay. Tide. Yeah. So Soul Tide <laughs> is a two disc album. That you guys definitely need to go find. It's not. I don't know. if I have it, it. It's streaming. It's it's streaming, it's streaming on Spotify. It's streaming, I think it's streaming. Um, but the people in Soul Tie was got to be Kareem, Nato Khalif, Spade, Black Spade, Tef po, That's why. Coltrane. Okay. B Hollywood. Cash. B Hollywood. Simon. D- Needles was part Sim- of it. Uh, not Simon, but uh, Samson. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was like twenty Luz, some people. Fasa. So I'm, I'm trying to name the people that you guys would know from the scene uh, still Luz. currently type. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they were, Kanata Smith, um, Smith, and yeah. they were like incredible, Lifestyle. like, nah, but he was like, a, he was like, you know, affiliated, friend friendly yeah. type, um, but it was one disc of hip-hop, one disc of R&B, and it was Steve like West. Soulful, Steve West, it was like, it was like some like slum village type, you know, mm-hmm. and it's incredible, and it's like, you know, for, for our part of the world, for our part of the scene, and our generation <laughs> of it, it was like foundational, you know, it was like mm-hmm. super, super important. That was the first time I went to a show. I don't even know where it was, but it was like the release party for that album. And I walked in, and I was just like, this seems like this could be a real concert. Like, <laughs> you know, like by some rappers that I bought at Best Buy. Small. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it was like packed out. People knew the words. It had production, you know, like, it, at least to me, it felt like it had production value and lights and, you know. And I just remember being there like, you know. It was one thing with Bits and Pieces being like, damn, these guys are like real rappers. And then like Cash and Tim be like, oh, these guys are as skilled as you know, my favorite lyrical rapper. Mm. But then the Soul Tide thing was like, damn, these guys have, like, the package, you know? Like, their package is like... No, oh, yeah. They uh,
3: definitely, that Soul Tide era was, like, unstoppable.
2: Yeah, it was it was, mm. it was was pretty crazy. That um, was,
3: like, pre-force. Pre-force is just like, that T-shirts printed out. Yeah. You saw that all up and down the loop. Performing at every show. It was just... I just get upset because I'm, like, ruckus crew heavy back right. then. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, who are them? I was like, oh, okay, I see why. <laughs> I, I see why okay when two step drop shh change the, change, change.
2: I almost played that last night at Gramophone too <laughs> like twice I almost played it Spade get upset when people play that
3: when he come in the room well, Spade like he, I have so much more music you get upset then
2: like, <laughs> but
3: then Spade be like I have so much more music like why y'all? I'm like I always had to tell him like dog you made a fucking classic. A
2: classic it's a classic that's a St. Louis
3: classic right yeah. there that's it's sound match but like one thing I want to talk about Many reasons I love Trackstar, I feel like he almost had, like, the perfect life. <laughs> we always talk
2: I, about my I'm, favorite group. I'm very lucky. <laughs>
3: very I'm lucky, like a lucky. very, like, you can roll the dice on, like, just being a kid that loved hip-hop from, like, middle school until now, like, yo, this is how I pay my bills, like, I get,
2: a, I get the tour. None of it makes sense. Around the world
3: no. with one of the greatest rappers ever, and he... Two. Two of the greatest rappers ever. Two. Yeah, I will say that, yeah, I will say that, I will say that. But no, Killer Mike, I will put Killer Mike, that's just me.
2: It's okay. I mean. But we're going to put some respect on LPs name.
3: But we put, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All the respect for LP, that's, though. Yeah. All the respect for LP. But I'm like, it's Killer Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm black, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other point. Fair is fair. Yeah, right. But he was on tour before that. He was on tour with my favorite group ever. Did a mixtape with them and Pete rock Oh, yeah, yeah. The Camp Low. Went on tour with Camp Low at first. Well, we only doing? did a
2: couple shows. Well, a couple shows,
3: but he did mix the eight yeah, blocks of Yeah,
2: I did their mixtape. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and all these things, like... That would blew my mind. I was like, ah, oh, this dude made it. I can't even... <laughs> For me, I was like, he made it. He's... He won, he won. And that's the thing, is like, to me, I made it at all these points. Right. Like, that was made it before I, you know, before I made even an okay amount of money doing mm-hmm. it, like... Doing the camp blow joint was like, well that's enough, you know. Like <laughs> like my my brand rap fan comes from I used to, I always used to say going back to probably like probably like when I did the Royce mixtape, I think is when it started. Was like if you go back and tell sixteen year old Gabe, the rap fan, you're gonna do a mixtape with Royce the five nine, that'd be <laughs> that'd be enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that'd be more than I would ever possibly, I'd be like, You're right. full of shit. You mm-hmm. know, like I would never get to do that, you know, and then get doing it with Mike and you know. Like the Camp Load thing. I mean, it's 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 all crazy. It's all more than I can fathom. You know, I just I just keep doing it and keep trying to not fuck it up. <laughs> you know? Like I I don't get how I get to do it, but I'm not gonna not do it as long as people keep letting me. <laughs> you don't fuck it up. Yeah, you did not fuck up. I did not fuck up. But um, yeah, yeah, the Camp Load thing was crazy.
0: Um, How'd you meet him?
2: So they they had a dude who was he was their manager and he was passing out flyers at. I gotta remember what year that was. It was when I was living in L.A., I Yeah, think. you gotta be in L.A. Yeah, so it must have been, like, 2010 or 11. Yeah. So I don't remember, I don't remember, we were somewhere in the Bay. I think we'd gone to the Bay for Rock the Bells, and then we went to, like, mm-hmm. some after party or something. And this dude handed me a flyer, and he's just like, yo, you a Camp blow fan? I was like, oh, yeah, I love him or whatever. I'm talking to him. He's like, well, I, you know, I DJ for him. And I was like, oh, dope. So we started talking, this dude, Mark DeVita, great dude, and, um... I forget if he was already familiar with my mixtapes or if I sent him some and that, you know, and he listened to him and he was like, yo, you want to do this Campbell mixtape together? And I was just like, fucking duh. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) So yeah, so that was crazy. They did a couple, like they did like four verses for, for the tape, you know, like exclusive stuff. And yeah, man, I mean, for a kid from Wisconsin that just has so much like love and respect for the culture and. You know, I don't feel entitled to any of this. Mm. Like from the beginning, it was just mm-hmm. like, "Yo, all I and I and it's awesome because I heard Chan say this on the last one too, and I actually meant to like take that clip and like sample it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but like when I started this, all I wanted it wasn't even he was. He said he wanted to, all the DJs he admired to think he was dope. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be like accepted by the St. Louis hip hop scene that I like met and fell in love with. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, if I just get accepted to be like one of one of one of the contributor in this world you know like someone who gives and you know produces something and isn't just like taking Mm. that's all i wanted you know was like to feel respected you know they didn't even have to be like yo you're doper than whatever i just wanted to feel like i belonged you know in this world with all these people that i admired and all these people that i thought were so talented Mm. and i still think they're all more talented than i am and (laughs) and they are you know um so you know all the other stuff, like all the all the stuff that left St. Louis is all just like a bonus, you know, yeah, I mean right. start, like the and I, I mean, like you said, I'm, I'm not bullshit. I'm like the luckiest dude. Like, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even <laughs> understand it. Like the first mixtape I had hosted by someone out of town was Lupe mm. in '07. Yeah. He was my favorite, like, he was my favorite. Like, the first three rappers I was mixing for was, like, Lupe, Royce, and Killer Mike. Those were, like, <laughs> my favorite rappers ever. <laughs> he
1: said, "No, you know what? I'm just going to start here.
2: <laughs> and, like, and none, none of them, it was, like, a goal. It was, you know, it's all, it was all just, like, stuff that happened. And, yeah. you know, I'm persistent, and I'm passionate. And, you know, and I try. You know, like, I, you put yourself in a position. And that's right. the thing is, like, I was in all those rooms, because I was also in a thousand other rooms where nothing happened,
4: mm. but
2: I got in every room, and I, I I keep telling my wife I'm like I wish to God if I, if 39 year old Gabe had 24 year old Gabe's energy, I would be taking over the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> like like if I didn't have a daughter and didn't have you know the weight of the world of an being an adult. <laughs> right. Not that I wasn't an adult at 24, but it didn't feel like it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if I didn't have, you know, the weight of all these years in life and I was moving like I was at 24, if I was just out 15 hours a day, seven days a week, grinding, you know, sleeping four hours, oh, my God, I don't even know what I could do with the with the opportunities and doors that are open to me right now. But, you know, at that time, I mean, I had my mixtapes and I was, I was out six nights a week, seven nights a week. I was either DJing or I was somewhere trying to hand out CDs or meet people or learn something or, you know, like I never stopped moving. I was always a people person. Like, I always wanted to meet people because I thought they were great. You know, someone would come off stage and be like, yo, that was amazing. Exchange info. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I wasn't shy about stuff like that, you know, because because I was comfortable being a fan, you know. Right. I know it's hard. And that's one thing with, like, even now, you know, you get moments where you're like, well, but should I really just be walking? Like, oh, my God, you're so you know. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I got to keep doing that because that's right. how I feel. And it's like when you lose that, it's not, this. you know, like –
1: it's different.
2: Yeah, like you know, it's mm. cause and I and I have phases where I don't feel like putting forth the energy, mm-hmm. but every time I do, something happens, you know, mm-hmm. or it doesn't, but it feels it feels right, and I know it's putting me in a position to to make something happen the next time, you know, like you can't control where lightning strikes, but if you're everywhere all the time, mm. pfft, eventually it's gonna strike that you just cause,
4: mm-hmm. you
2: know, like, like it, it. and it might strike someone who doesn't leave the house the one time they go to the <laughs> mailbox. <laughs> like, but, but, you can, but you can't control that right? but they're not going to be ready you mm. know what I'm saying Like, and that's the thing is all the things that I did that I probably thought I was doing good at but I was probably terrible at but I learned some every single time I did that like all those b-boy events mm-hmm. and I don't know what the lessons were but I learned lessons at every single thing whether it was like damn I didn't take that thing into account at all mm-hmm. because you know you don't know till you learn you don't know till you do something right so, you know, I might be at the... Like, I remember we did an event. It was on the north side of something Brian put on. Shouts out right. to Brian Marston. He put on the Common Space thing uh, he was talking about. And I never played somewhere with, like... Like, the echo was, like, crazy in there. I don't know if you remember... You it was deep on the
3: north side? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I remember
2: yeah. that back. That yeah, was, yeah. Uh, it was, like, a building they had, like, bought and were renovating or something. It was, like, an old church. I think it was yeah, Skittles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skittles oh, through yeah, that yeah, it man. was Skittles Joint. It was Skittles Joint. Um.
3: That was deep in the hood. That was... Deep in the hood. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm from the south side, so I don't even go on the north side <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, that I couldn't joint, even tell you where it was. It was but deep. It was. I, I know exactly. I can't think of the church name, but that joint was like deep, deep on the north side where the water tower was
2: that. Yeah. Oh, but girl. that just like I mean, bouncing in my head. It was like, just like I got there and it was a different type of room and the, the music was bouncing off. So I had to figure out how to deal with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the more experiences you have, the more troubleshooting you do. You know, at this point, not much is going to happen to me on that stage that hasn't happened to me before. mm mm-hmm. So, you know, when and and that's the, that's the thing with not fucking it up. I don't fuck yeah. it up because I fucked it up so many times you before. Already, yeah. You know, I've done most of the mistakes that you're going to do and, you know, just fought through them. So now, you know, if I'm on now if I'm on stage in front of 20,000 people with Mike and L and something happens, it's not like, "Oh my god, what do I? It's just like, okay, calm, let me just we I just got to switch this." Do. Yeah, you know, or like hey, guys, the music's out for a minute. Y'all got to do <laughs> yeah, just do something, you know. But, uh, Acapella. Yeah. Um, they did a dance-off in Barcelona once when we lost power on the stage, mm-hmm. and it was the greatest thing. It <laughs> was, was it like just the greatest the stage
1: moment. that lost power or like the whole?
2: No, nah, like the lights were on, but there was no music. The mics didn't okay. work. The music didn't work. And at first they were looking at me like, what happened to the music? And they're like, <laughs> And I'm like, yo, we got nothing. And so we're like waiting for them to fix, and they're just kind of standing there. And I was like, yo, do a dance off. <laughs> yeah. And like, who won? Uh, L's, uh, L's worm. L's worm took it. <laughs> did it? The deal? <laughs> Um L did his river dance, and then Mike did some Michael Jackson shit. <laughs> and then L hit the worm, and yeah. But it, it was, is, but it was amazing. It reference. was like, it was the type of stuff that could only happen when you've been on stage for, you know, I mean, L's yeah. been on stage since like 92 or some shit, mm-hmm. you know? Mike's been doing shows for 20 plus years, you know? So, you know, stuff like that, like, just being active and just trying everything and not being afraid to fuck shit up, you know? Um, And that's one thing you lose when you're 39 and, you know, you're like, it's like fucking up seems like it has more gravity to it, you know? Hmm. When I was 24, I didn't even realize I was fucking shit up. And then when I did, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. What are we we doing tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm like well is what is that going to affect in the future and how do how, you know who was there that I need to consider yeah. what they thought of it and you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like there's just too much strategizing it, you know so it's you know it's just always a fight to stay pure with it like that and to keep the keep the energy um, but that's how you you know I mean I keep saying I was not as talented as any of my competition on the DJ scene but mm-hmm. I was more active I think I can safely say than all of them you know like <laughs> I was everywhere and it was because i wanted to be, you know, but that that got my name moving in like every different circle. And that's why on that on that 50 rapper i keep coming back to it cuz i love, you know, when i'm in St. Louis it's just what i always think about. But mm-hmm. you know, i had like rappers from all different parts of like the saint, you know, the underground scene all in a, all in a on a cd where they would not usually be on a cd together, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: That's um, what we need,
0: more yeah, teamwork. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Like so I guess we're at that that point of, the Run the Jewels era. Yeah, yeah. So, how where did that begin? I think you touched on it a little bit in the beginning where Killing Mike saw you first,
2: correct? Yeah. So, Mike was my you know. So going back to the That's Life days, you mm-hmm. know, and I was playing his music at Halo and all that. You know, he's my favorite rapper. He did an interview. Um, I wish to God I could remember if it was a magazine or the internet or I wish I could find it. I would blow that motherfucker up 10 by 10 <laughs> <laughs> I would wallpaper my house with it <laughs> but at the end of it he said uh, you know I don't have fans I have supporters they can hit me up on MySpace at MySpace slash gang or whatever mm-hmm. or they can call me at 678 whatever it was and I see that and I'm like well this is obviously gonna be like a fan line you know -hmm. You know, it's gonna be like, hey, this is Killer Mike. Leave your email address after the beep. You know, we'll put you on our list for exclusive. You know, so you'll let you be the first to know when whatever. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to. First of all, I was like, I want to be on that list, and also just being the curious nerd, rap nerd that I was, I was like, I want to know what Killer Mike's promo voicemail sounds like. (laughs) So you know, we live. We were living by Tower Grove Park at the time. I, you know, I was just like, it was the Tuesday afternoon stoned in my boxers you know like <laughs> one in the afternoon or some shit just hanging out the house and i was like let me just call this shit. i called it and, hello i was just like uh and i speak to mike He's like this is mike and i was just like what the fuck <laughs> and i was just like okay get 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 let me get it together <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> Yo, fuck it. I was like yeah let me figure this one out um because i wasn't i wasn't expecting to like talk to anyone so i wasn't in a social mode i wasn't in you know i wasn't ready to I was I was ready to listen, mm-hmm. and so you know I just started spewing my truth, and I was just like, "Yo, you're my favorite rapper. I'm a DJ in St. Louis. You know, I've been playing your record at Halo Bar. You know, at this place I play, and just thinking quick, because I mean I was you know mixtapes are my thing or whatever. I was like, I want to do a best, you know, I was like, people need to know how incredible you are. I want to do a best of Killer Mike mixtape and have you host it, because mm. this was like right when I was starting to try and hustle up mm-hmm. hostings on mixtapes. Mm-hmm. So like that was first thing in my mind. And I was like I want to, you know, I want to I need to make this tape so people can hear it and understand that you're the best rapper on earth and I want you, you know, I want you to host it so it's official.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: He said, "Okay." <laughs> so, so, <laughs> our, all right. Well, then we'll do we'll do it then. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like you the never you never heard of me, you never heard me de- but that's the kind of guy he is. Oh, um, okay. You know, he's still he's still I still at times you know, I don't know what feeling he's got to have at that moment. It's not everybody's. I don't think everyone's going to get his cell phone number. But I see him give out his cell phone number to people. I'm just like, bro, you're famous. I've, you can't.
3: I've seen that.
2: I'm like, you can't just give out your number to this dude. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. You have a million followers on Instagram. <laughs> Tell him to DM you. What are you doing?
3: Well, I remember the sidebar. I remember the Wash show. Mm-hmm. Literally after the show, he stood in front of the door where you exit at. And he dapped everybody up and had a conversation with them.
2: Dude, he's a man of the people. And I'm just like,
3: it blew my mind. I'm just like, yo, you kill a mic. (laughs) Thank you for hiring Trackstar. That's First thing I'm I'm like, thank you for hiring Trackstar. I appreciate that. That's like, oh, no doubt, man. About to go to a strip club. You coming? I was like, (laughs) hell yeah. Sure.
2: (laughs) No, like, that's who he is, man. That's who he's always been since I've met him. He's the dude that you see in the interviews and the music and stuff. And... I mean, it's incredible, and like I say this all the time, but like before I met him and L, I th- you know I was like, I'm on top of my shit, you know. I'm like, I'm smart, and I'm you know, I know how to talk to people. I'm a people person. I'm you mm-hmm. know a good person. And then I meet them, I'm just like, oh shit. Huh? I thought I was like you know, A minus, B plus. It turns out I'm like a C, C minus. <laughs> like, the ceiling's a little higher than I thought for humanity out here. <laughs> uh, you know, they're both they're both incredible. And so, yeah, so Mike, sight unseen, was like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, cool. Uh, so I got to work on it. And, you know, the persistence thing I mentioned came into play because, you know, it's hard to get rappers to do stuff, even if they are the best people. <laughs> and they said they'll do it. So it took like a bunch of emails over a series of, you know, months. And I, you know, I'd check in and I was always persistent, but I was never I was never like, yo, what the fuck, man? You said, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, man, you know, it's been a couple weeks. What's up? How you doing? Here's that script again if you're in the studio, if you get a chance. And, you know, again, so that dude Gotti from the smoking section, Mm -hmm. who I owe, you know, so much to. He's an amazing dude. Um, I hit him, and I was just like, yo, I'm not getting this from Mike. I know you know him. And he, like, nudged Mike on it. Mm -hmm. And then I I got him, like, the next day. Yeah. So like Gotti's like Gotti's like the internet godfather, not just to, you, <laughs> to like to like a million writers and artists and stuff from like that era. Like Gotti's that dude making it happen. Um yeah, he, he like makes stuff happen. So all roads lead through Gotti. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, so we did the tape, and then I went down to Atlanta for A three c o nine. Oh yeah, A three c o nine, and Mike was doing a signing at Criminal Records in Little Five Points. And, you know, doing the tape was already plenty for me, you know what I'm saying? Right. I was like, I can retire now, you know, it's not <laughs> going to get any better for me than this. This is incredible. <laughs> so I just wanted to go to Criminal Records, give him a physical copy of the CD, get a flick with him, meet him, you know. And so, you know, I go there, I wait in line, you know, to like, if he was doing like a meet and greet signing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wait in line, I'm like, yo, I'm Tracto as the mix. He's like, oh, cool, we got, a, we got a flick or whatever. And I was like, yo, I'm here all weekend for A3C. If you need anything, let me know. And I was on some like intern shit, You know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, if you need me to, you know, print something out or, you know, break (laughs) your blunt down or, you know, (laughs) throw your your sandwich wrapper away (laughs) when you're done eating, uh, um, which is embarrassing when I think about I was a grown ass man, but I was like, you know, (laughs) that's where I was at with it. I was just like, whatever I need to do to be around, I'll do like, I just want to be around. And he said, uh, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, nothing, what's up? And he said, I'm opening for Rakim. Do you want a DJ for me? Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> first of all, man, I'm like, how do you not already have a DJ line? Yeah. the show is tomorrow, <laughs> bro. <laughs> but I was like, let me not worry about that. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so we did that show. And, you know, as is my custom, I didn't fuck it up, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Um, and then the next year at South By, I ran into him, like, in the street super randomly. Like, I knew he was down there because I was planning on going to his shows, you know, <laughs> as a fan. Yeah. But I, I didn't, you know, we hadn't talked or anything. I bumped into him in the middle of the street, him and his manager, Joe. Shouts out to Joe. And, again, I'm like, yo, what are you up to? You know, I'm here all weekend. Let me know if you need anything. And, you know, I'm always, especially at that point, I was always just trying to be helpful. I'm like, you know, do you need me to put together your show? You know, whatever, whatever you I got my computer, I can bust out Pro Tools or whatever.
4: Mm.
2: And he said, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, nothing. And he said, I got four shows, let's go. <laughs> and well, so yeah. the next day we did four shows, including Fader Fort, mm. with like Diddy standing on the side of the stage watching yeah. us. <laughs> and then at the end of the last show he was like, I want to introduce y'all to my new tour DJ, DJ Trackstar. <laughs> and he didn't tell me. <laughs> I guess that So that's him. how I found out. I wish there was footage of that so badly. It's going to be somewhere. Yeah, see, the thing is, it's 09, so it's like yeah. camera um, phones, but not ri- yeah, n- not yeah. crazy not social perfect. media. They wouldn't have got everything. If that happened now, there'd be 100 angles of it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Uh, but yeah, so, you know, and then from there on, actually, the first tour that they offered me, we were living in LA at the time. The first tour they offered me, I turned down, mm. which was crazy. And it's crazy because, like, my whole story is like, do everything, be everywhere, sacrifice whatever you got to. But we were living in, like, not a bad, bad neighborhood in L.A., but, like, not a super comfortable neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And it was fine when I was there. But, I had your family. But I would had well. I had my fiance at the time there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm not leaving her in this neighborhood by herself right, right. for four, four weeks time. Yeah. for the money that was not cool. <laughs> yeah, I was. And I understand the type of tour it was. They didn't have the budget to pay more than they could pay. I get it. I didn't begrudge them that. But, you know, I was like... I'm teaching after school gym and making almost that much. And <laughs> when I, when what I, I got to spend on food and whatever else, I'm gonna make less. <laughs> I'm gonna come home and take a loss. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna have to DJ. It was the tour. It was Mike Young, Dro, Pack Div, and D One, oh, which is crazy because I fuck with all those artists.
4: Right.
2: Um, but I was gonna have to DJ for all four of them. Ooh. Which on the one hand, I was like cool because I fuck with all four of those artists. But then I thought about it, I'm like there's gonna be four sound checks. Four shows. I'm gonna be on stage oh, about eight hours yeah. a night. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna get to do any of the fun parts of tour or any of the productive, getting out and meeting people and you know, to lose money basically compared to my part time after school yeah, yeah. job. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so Dang. I said, no, so I said no, which was crazy. I was like agonizing over it. I was like, am I really about to turn down touring with my favorite rapper? I'm mm. probably not gonna get this opportunity <laughs> again. Like, um.
0: You did the right thing,
2: though. Apparently, right. it didn't feel well, like the right thing at up. the time, yeah. but you didn't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and then a couple months later, they were doing another little thing, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, we're doing a couple shows around Atlanta, but it doesn't even make sense to fly you out because at the time, what they were paying me was peanuts. <laughs> and they were like, you know, the fl- the flights would cost more than you know we would pay <laughs> you. Like, we're not, we we can't afford that. And I was like, I get it, and they're like, if you lived in Atlanta, it'd be different. I was like, I get it for sure. We hung up. Turn to turn to my wife, Camille. Shouts out to Camille. Uh, she's been amazing through this whole process. Super, super, super supportive and understanding of everything that I've wanted to do and had to do and tried to do. And, you yeah. know, I'm very, I'm very thankful that I've gotten to the point where it's paying off. I mean, <laughs> not just for me. Because for me, it was paying off right away just because the experience was enough. Right. But it's also paying off to yeah. where, you know, it's making her life better, um, um, thankfully. But I turned to her and I was just like, you know, we should move to Atlanta. Ha, ha, ha. And I was joking. Yeah. And I was like, wait, if we move to Atlanta, we'd be Killer Mike's DJ, maybe meet Outkast or T.I. or something. <laughs> I was just like,
1: save on rain. like,
2: baby, we should move to Atlanta. She's like, okay. Mm. And she makes jewelry for a living so she can go anywhere okay. she wants or whatever. Oh, so, okay. like, two months later, and that's how we always do, we, we decided to move here in like November and then we're here by February. Mm. Like, we weren't even thinking <laughs> about it. And then Too one, much. one day we had a conversation and she's like, I think I want to be in St. Louis. Because I told her, you know, I'm going to be touring a lot. So I was like, She's going to have to be home with the baby. Shouts out to Amina as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it's going to be tough for her being home with the baby alone. I'm not going to be able to help. So I'm like, wherever you want to be, we can go. And she said St. Louis. And so we went from like the day before, we were like, we're going to be in Cali for 20 years. <laughs> and then we had that conversation. I'm like, all right, well, will start finding us a place in St. Louis. <laughs> you know? Sweet. So we do that. Uh, who the, who where, knows where we'll be next year? Where can we find the jewelry at, she may? Uh, peaceimages.com. Okay. Thank you. That is a great question. <laughs> hey.
1: Um,
2: Yes, peaceimages.com. Uh, peace We're, um, <laughs> We're over now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, and she's amazing. She's been doing it. You know, she hasn't had a job since, since we she, lived here. Right. In like like oh mm-hmm. nine like or something. And, Is you know, she, some of those lean years, she was holding it down for me. Holding <laughs> <So, and laughs> it down. And I've always helped with the, you know, I've, I've always helped with the business, but it's, you know, it's her, it's her baby, and she's incredible. Sweet. Um, and she's kept it going for, yeah, 10 years or so, 11, 12 years. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we moved to Atlanta. And the timing was just crazy because, you know, the whole time Mike was kind of climbing back out of the mud and I became his DJ right before Pledge 3 dropped, Mm -hmm. which was like critically acclaimed and all that. Mm -hmm. And then one day we were hanging out at this place called Soundtable and he's like, I'm about to do this album with this white producer from Brooklyn. And I was like, "Okay, well, what's his name? He's like LP. (laughs) And we were walking and like I grabbed him and stopped. Well, I grabbed him and waited for him to stop because I can't. I can't stop him from... Right. Him. <laughs> but I grabbed him. I was like, yo, do you understand who LP is? He's like, yeah, kind of. And I was just like, dog, what <laughs> the fuck is happening? You know, I mean, I was listening to Company Flow in high school, you know? Mm. Um, So that was, like, mind-blowing. And then the fact that the music came out better than anything anyone could have imagined. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you know both those artists, it's just like, that doesn't make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. They made like, it, it Like, it, it could, but... It, You know, it's not something anyone would think to do. Shouts out to Jason DeMarco from Adult Swim because he's the guy who put them in a room. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: It was supposed to be a Mike album with a bunch of different producers, with L and Flying Lotus and a bunch of other people. (sighs) But he got in with L first, and they just fell in love, like Mike and L. You know, like their friendship is what drives the group one hundred percent. You know, like I'm tight with Mike. I'm tight with L. Both of them are two of my best friends in the world at this point. Got great relationships with both of them. But when I'm with them, I'm like a third wheel, <laughs> like, you know. Them first. You know, they 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 were born like a month apart. They got really similar, you know, similar but opposite upbringings and mm-hmm. tastes. And you know, mm-hmm. they relate. I don't. Their their friendship's amazing. I tell them all the time. Like the only thing that's stopping around the jewels from being, the Beatles or you know or whatever, <laughs> is if they stop being friends. Like as long as they're friends, it's so real and it's the energy you can feel it's just going to get bigger and bigger and better. And, you know, like, cause they just, they, they work together. Like they're supposed to be together, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So they did that. They did the mic album, the rap music album.
0: Yeah.
2: And we toured cool. with that. We toured with L and then we toured with Jizza and then we toured with big boy. And again, at this point, I'm still not making almost any money, you know, very, very little money,
4: mm-hmm.
2: but I'm like, this is too crazy. You know, right. like it could all end tomorrow. You could chop my hands off today. And I'd be like, damn, I had an awesome life. <laughs> like, uh, and then they were like, we're gonna make it a group. And I'm like, okay, this is even <laughs> too much because we had so much fun on tour. And that's the thing; it's all real, like. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, the story is lucky, but it's all based on the right energy and the right, mm-hmm. you know, momentum and effort and caring about the right things. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened: is they made the album, we toured together, we had so much fun on tour. Mike and I were like. Let's keep rapping together, cause we have fun in each other's company. Mm-hmm. Mm. It sure as hell wasn't, you know, what would be a for sure commercial success. <laughs> right, <laughs> a killer Mike LP rap group. <laughs> That's a can't miss. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, I mean, they both had their successes, and the tour went, you know, that tour went well or whatever. You know, we're playing like 200, 300, 400 person rooms. You know, doing well in most cities. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like, like we're getting rich. Yeah, right. But it was real. It was we love being together. We love working together. We got stuff to say. Like, they have deep convos. Yeah. You know, like, they they just have a great relationship. So they, they're like, let's make a group. And it just kept snowballing and snowballing. And every year we do something else where I'm like, how? Come on, guys. <laughs> Level and up. And it's, yeah, it's just, you know. And then this year we're going on tour Rage Against the Machine.
0: Speaking which, of which. <laughs>
2: you know, which I was at Rage and Woo in 1997, in Chicago, <laughs> like I went to the damn. Rage Against the Machine Wu Tang concert. Here we are. And 23, 23 years, years later, later, you know, 15 years later, I toured with Jizza, and then 23 years later, I'm touring with Rage. It's just like, damn, that is, I, am, dream, I am. also uh, a
0: persistent man. Um, <laughs> man, I mean,
2: uh, <laughs> but the, but the other side, but the other si- <laughs> the other side of that that I didn't mention is the other thing is if you're doing what you love, it doesn't matter what success comes or doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it does, but. If I never made a dollar this whole time, not even just now, not if not even if I wasn't making a living, if I never made a dollar this whole time, I wouldn't regret it anything I did because I was doing what I wanted to do, what I thought I should be doing, what I cared about, what I thought needed to be done. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was doing it all because it's what I felt had to happen. Mm. For the coach. And that's the thing is like when people are like trying to make hits or whatever, I'm like, yeah, but it's probably not gonna be a hit. Right, Because a hit song isn't a hit song because of the song. It stands like, out. 90, 99% of the time. It's a hit song because it caught the ear of someone who can make it a song and could put the budget in. You know what I'm saying? You can write the best hit song ever, but if no one hears it, it's not a hit song. Right. It, right. It, you have to have, 99.9% of the time, you have to have the corporate machine behind you, which you know means you need to either catch one person's ear or it needs to catch fire in the community to where they can't deny it. But it's not because the song is the song. There's always something else to it. There's always something else to it. Whether it's the video or the look or the image or the... Mm. You know what I'm saying? Very few songs are just like, this song is so good, it would have been a hit no matter what happened.
1: Right. So because we all
2: know path. songs that are like the great... Government name should have been a hit. Government <laughs> names a hit song, yeah. right? right. right. No. No. Like, you listen you to it, compare it to other hits. That's a hit song. <laughs> but it's not, a, you know. But here, here it is. But, you know, when... When it when it came out here, you'd been like, you can't tell me this shouldn't be on Hot 97 or on, you know,
1: 106 in Park.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not the song. It's it's everything else about it. Yeah. So it's like stretching to try and make a hit song or what you think it should be, even if it works, you know, isn't sustainable. But then if it doesn't work, is what I always think about. It. Mm-hmm. Then it's like you spent you you spent six months on a campaign for a song that now you can't stand to listen to, mm-hmm. like. Fuck that, you know? <laughs> like, like, make what you love. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, you still you still won because you still did, you know, what you would have done if there wasn't money or there wasn't success. Right. And that's the thing, is you know, I mean, you know, I'm always like, don't tell them this, but they know it. If Mike and L were like, yo, uh, so on this tour, we're not gonna pay you. Are you still coming? I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. (laughs) You know, because it's it's what I would do if I wasn't getting paid, you know? Like, and, you know, as a DJ or as anybody, I'm fortunate to have the opportunity I have to make, you know, to make a living and to see, to travel. I didn't have a passport before I met Mike, you know? Mm. Like, I'm very fortunate to do that. And if it was with a group whose music I didn't like, and I thought the dudes in the group were kind of dickheads, I'd still have to be thankful. Yeah, you know, because of the opportunity, but the fact that I know for a fact if I wasn't in Run the Jewels, I would love Run the Jewels. Right, like there's no question about it.
0: Cause that first one took me by surprise. Yeah, I, I mean,
2: like, I mean, I'm a Mike fan, I'm an L <laughs> fan. Like their music hits the sweet spot between mm-hmm. like you know, futuristic and and classic and. You know, yeah, like there's no question that I would that I would want to be a part of it. Still, you know, and you know, it was like that doesn't always work, but it's the way it should work. It reminded know, me of uh,
0: It reminded me of like when Nars Barkley came out. Yeah. Where it was just like these two just like mm-hmm. same but opposites came together. And yep. it was like I had that same feeling like if I saw it on paper, I'm like,
1: uh, maybe. Yeah. Right. Like and then if you, you say so, hear it. It was you like the yeah, yeah. way for it to make sense. Yeah, like damn. Like this is great. Like all of the projects
0: have been great. Yeah, classics. Like once you get that essential album nod from like Apple Music, you're like, oh yeah, it's it's that it's that shit.
1: Right. Like,
0: what's what's your like uh, favorite thing about touring with them? Um, because we already know it's like it already sounds like family oriented yeah yeah
2: I mean it's a great time I mean it's funny all the time you know (laughs) everyone's hilarious um, and whether they're trying to be or not you know what I'm saying like just being I mean anytime you're with a crew I mean the the force was like that soul Mm tight anytime you're with a crew of dudes with personalities that interact in certain (laughs) ways and all that yeah and because it's not it's not just me Mike and know we got tour manager we got security we got management we got production you know we got all these people and it's just it's just a funny group but you know the one thing I really love and that I get reminded of every once in a while how lucky I am is, like, I get to see all my friends in every city, like, once a year.
4: Mm. You know what I'm saying?
2: Like, yeah. we all have, we all have like, a couple friends in D.C., a couple friends in San Francisco, a couple friends in Boston, a couple friends in Atlanta, a couple mm-hmm. – I get to see all of them every year or every year or two, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is just, like, incredible. You know, I get to, like, stay connected with people and and – you know, and see stuff that I would never have seen. Um, you know, I like nature, so it's cool. To, you know, I've gotten to hike in cool places and see different stuff like that. Mm. Um, I mean, and then the I mean, the big thing is just like you know, just the rap fans, just the meeting your heroes, shit. You know, like mm-hmm. the fact that through through Mike and L. I mean, first of all, I'm friends with Mike and L.
4: Mm. Cra- crazy, <laughs> right. crazy. Start the crazy.
2: You know, I'm friends with Shadow. I'm friends mm-hmm. with Z Trip, Cubert. You know, like I've spent. A lot of time with people like Big Boy and Jiza and you know, I've been on stage with Nas multiple times. like, what the? Heck, you know, none of this makes any sense <laughs> to a kid from fucking Wisconsin. <laughs> you know? right, I mean, none of it makes sense to anyone because no one gets to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you, right. you met Rick Rubin. yeah, I've, I've sl- I slept at Rick Rubin's studio multiple times
4: <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> you know I, he's got Bob Dylan's old tour bus parked on there, and they put a studio in it. And there's like a bed in there. Like I slept in Bob Dylan's old tour bus <laughs> <laughs> at wow. Rick Re- Rubin's spot in Malibu, you know. But yeah, you know, I mean, all these people, you know, at this point, I've met almost all my heroes, and it's like, wow. it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. But who's
1: left? Who's left on the list?
2: Uh, Jay, for sure. He just, he just uh, keeps slipping away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got, I've got a funny picture on my phone. We, we did, uh, we did Made in America oh. two, two years ago. Okay. And I, I, and I was so mad because he was side stage for 21 Savage before us, but then he was oh. side stage for us. But so when I saw he was side stage for 21 Savage, I was like, yo, I got to, you know, see how close I can get or whatever. <laughs> so I went over to watch from the same side and I've got this funny picture that sometimes I'll show be you like, know, yo, you want to see my selfie with J and B? And it's just me and you can see, and it's like a selfie shot. And in the background you can see a little tiny piece of teal. And I'm like, that's Jay's hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can see some yellow. I'm like, that's, that's Beyonce's uh, raincoat. <laughs> You know, it's the three of us. I mean, and the other 40 people that are between us, but, you know, it's, it's me me, being Jay. But, yeah, Jay, uh, um, you know, despite the recent years, you know, I mean, Kanye is still Kanye. Oh, yeah. Uh, one, fun, one funny answer that I realized, like, a year ago, I was like, you know, at this point, I've seen every rap concert I could see, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the one group that I've never seen live Don't that I would care. love to see live. Run the Jewels
0: Oh just from a Cause I've, I've been yeah. At every show ever Right On stage Never been to a concert I've, I've
2: never I would love to watch A Run the Jewels concert <laughs> From the I mean I also hope I never do <laughs> <laughs> But But <laughs> that, that, You know what I'm saying bad. Like <laughs> I've seen Every other rapper I can think You know Every other That's living wild. rapper I can think of Pretty right. much From the crowd Yeah But I realize I'm like You know Cause I've seen Jay kind, You know I've seen There's not a lot of people I can think of That I've not seen at least once, mm-hmm. but I was like, damn, I've never gotten to sit out front and watch Mike or L. <laughs> mm. For good reasons. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Because you um, didn't fuck up. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm really about to use that the rest uh, of my life.
3: Yeah, like You could be in the audience, like, man, I fucked up. Yeah, yeah.
2: This <laughs> is an amazing
3: <laughs> show right now. Well, it's funny because part of me
2: wants to be like, yo, you know, we got like Cutmaster Swift, who's Big Boys DJ, like, is one of Mike's best friends, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, we could just have Swift do one show. So I could watch it, Philly. and I'm like, "Yeah, I can't risk that." Right, My I can't risk good. it after the show. Mike and I were like, "Yo, did you notice this shit was like way cooler with Swift up there?" Yeah. <laughs> Which one of us going to talk to Gabe? <laughs> hey, that's no, uh, bro. We, we've
0: been thinking, Gabe. <laughs> yeah,
2: like Mike's only done like one or two shows that I wasn't at
4: mm-hmm. since
2: I got with him, and they made me so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But like that, t- like that tour that I turned down, Sean G, who's peck Dibs DJ, did it. Mm. And I was like, all right, cool, because he was a homie. So I was like, all right, I'm pretty sure Mike's not gonna be like, that's my guy now. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll do do that. Because he's got a job with Pack Div, you know. But, uh, <laughs> makes
1: sense. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, it's it's. I mean, it's it's too lucky. It's I mean, it's crazy. None of none of it makes any sense. None of what I've gotten to do. Man, the trajectory is crazy, man. Yeah. That, I keep, the whole I, journey. Man. I keep I'm waiting. I keep waiting to wake up that. and you know. It's uh, it really is too much. I'm like, man, I wish I could just like spread it around a little bit. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like,
0: man, you're you're going you're going on tour with my second favorite band of all time. I was just like, what the fuck? Where? Who's number one? I'm a big Jamiroquai fan. I love Jamiroquai. And then Rage is number two. Um, okay. three perfect albums. It's just like, whew, yeah. fuck It. So this is the point where I ask you for tickets. Now. <laughs> I,
2: I will put you on my list of people who have asked me for tickets. I already know.
3: I am number 78. All right, cool. Long no, no, on, the no, Charlie, on the list. Even Charlie said it, man. Charlie Charlie, like, man, I didn't want to ask him. Like, yeah. Charlie, Charlie Charlie was like, oh, I, I know you it
1: long.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the thing is, as the DJ for the opening act, I have no idea what's going to trickle down. Right. right. And yeah, in St. Yeah, Louis, like, they usually, you know, try to take it easy on me because they know... That I want to invite the whole city, mm-hmm. so you know, but you know, like I mean, a New York or LA show, Mike and Elle are taking all the tickets. You know, like, <laughs> I'm I'm getting like two. Like no matter, <laughs> they could give us 500, and Mike and Elle each have, you know, because in those cities we know, you know, we all know so many people. Mm-hmm. Yep, whatever. yep. But so in St. Louis, they try to take it easy on me, and you know, our tour manager, shout out to Christian, he he works magic at all times. That's true. But yeah, I have no idea what it's going to look like on this tour. I'm really hoping it's... Man. Because I, t- I have not gotten as many messages from people, that, <laughs> from people that I haven't talked to in three to six years.
3: <laughs> hey, Kate. You uh. hear this?
2: I, spe- I spent that whole day like, Hey, baby. This person just texted me, uh, how much you want to bet what he's asking about?
3: Gabe, <laughs> <Get laughs> oh, i see you on tour. Yeah. Oh, wow. How you doing? How you man? been, man?
2: Yeah. I was just wondering, when you come to t- Tacoma, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know you lived in Tacoma. Tacoma. You, you, did you know I have a daughter? Because if you don't know I have a daughter, yeah. you probably don't need to be asking me for tickets, bro. <laughs>
1: That's my daughter's name.
2: Yeah.
0: Because um, when I saw them go
2: up and then how fast
1: they were, like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Running jewels was
0: just like, well, it was, the...
2: cr- It was crazy. They made that announcement on my birthday, too. And it was crazy because I knew, like, three, four months ago that it was, like, probably going to happen. And, like, two months that it was happening. And it was so crazy to not. Because I'm not going to be the guy where, like, it leaks. <laughs> and I'm like, I know the guy I told is solid. But I can't sit with him all the time. I don't know what he might say. (laughs) Right. So so I will, like, not tell anybody anything. Like my wife's like, I really can't tell my mom. I'm like, no, you can't tell your mom. (laughs) Right. Nobody. Until it's official. Yeah, I'm like, because I know she wouldn't tell anybody, but she could offhandedly mention to just just the wrong person, Mm -hmm. you know? On Facebook. Yeah. And I'm not going to be responsible for that. I still get people... Yo, man, send me RTJ4. I'm like, out do yeah, your fucking mind. <laughs> you know, can't be off my bag like I'm, this? Like, what are you doing? Like, come on, I'm like, bro, I like my job a lot. You realize <laughs> right. this, right?
1: Way more than I like you.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know you're into counting and everything, man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hate your shit, I love but you.
2: like,
1: <laughs> like, come on, dog. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, be
2: considerate. like, if I could share it, like, I wouldn't be sharing it. Like, I just was <laughs> right. like, oh, man. I guess no one wants to hear RTJ4. But if anyone does and lets me know, <laughs> right I got on him it for sure. Yeah. Uh,
0: Participation is high. Trackstar, man.
2: Uh, this, is, this is great. Yeah, this is fun, super, man. Super, super great. I love what you guys are doing.
0: Like, when, you, you. when you commented and followed, I, I texted <laughs> like, yo!
1: Like, yo! I <laughs> said, I was like, I just screenshot
0: it. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> 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 that's why marty's a plug like marty's
2: yeah a- yo we've known each other so long i was like he was like he's like let me get your number i'm not sure it's in this phone or whatever and i, and I, and I was like yo let me try make sure i got your right number and he had, I had one it was grand leroy and he's like that was my first cell phone <laughs> but then i had his right number underneath it too i had multiple like i said i'm a hoarder i'm a hoarder so I, yeah i got numbers I got in here that like have that. no need to yeah i know it's not still
3: there. i number. know i had this number for like 12 years
2: yeah so.
3: <laughs> that was, that like was an old number ago. yeah
1: that's wild
2: there's rappers in my phone like six times and shit cause yeah, oh, yeah, rappers, yeah. rappers change cell Tough phones alone. with the seasons oh my god oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god makes sense this,
0: this was oh, this was great this is definitely like when we heard the news I was just like oh yeah we gotta make this happen yeah. glad to see that you're well uh, yeah, yeah back, back, <laughs> on <your laughs> feet. Like, back on your feet yeah yeah was, little, little yeah. bugs going around here he, oh, hey, watch news. Yeah. that was crazy
2: i like yeah. never get sick too but I, I was telling him i woke up that day with like the craziest headache and i ended up throwing up and all that and i was just like what the
1: fuck is happening
2: <laughs> had, you, had you nervous man <laughs> yeah.
1: get across cr- your mind i was
2: like baby i got a stomachache i don't think i can do the interview <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: i don't want to <laughs> go to school today <laughs> Hey, man, just, yeah man,
0: just keep doing what you're doing, man. We like we're proud of you, man.
2: Thank just, you, man. Just, just, don't, don't fuck it up, man. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to do but what I've been doing. If I don't you know? see the
0: St. Louis show, I will definitely I will drive to fucking Kansas City yeah. to uh watch y'all. It's a Live out here. your dream yeah, yeah. in the fucking uh, audience and <laughs> <laughs> <We laughs> watch a bunch of it. and rage against the machine. You know what I'm saying? I'm that, definitely that's the that cheat happen.
2: code though. Is like when people ask me for tickets in like New York or St. or St. Louis for me, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just like I'm like yo, you want tickets? Traveling. fly to Sioux da- Falls South Dakota <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> cause I'll you. probably get you in plus 7 or something
3: <laughs> hey, uh, hey that's what I did I don't take that back. that's what I did that's what I, I f- did for Houston I was yeah, like oh yeah. let me just fly down here I feel just like I could see down
2: some here. titties
3: there
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. like you know tour manager coming like, who you guys got for the list in Sioux Falls we're like I'm like, I, the, the guy at the sandwich shop earlier was nice, so I asked him if he wanted to come. Got <laughs> the hoagie. You know. Extra sauces. Yeah. yeah. Bring them in. <laughs> bring them in. Plus full. They don't even have to be good service. In a city like that, we're just like, yo, yeah, you want to come to the show? You, See, you seem you nice, meet. you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially in the early tours where, like, I mean, now it's like, you know, we know we're going to do all right. Uh-huh. But the early tours, like, me and Mike would be out, you know, sandwiches with, like, the weed shop or, you know, <laughs> the shoe store or whatever. Be like, yo, t- get, just have your manager text me, plus whatever, you know, bring the whole store through. Come in
0: now. Yeah. Now tracks don't have me looking at uh, off-brand cities. Like all right, yeah, where we the right. Best possible Southwest yeah. tickets. I
2: mean, confirm with me first. But as <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like for this show, I've I've had a couple people. I'm like, yo, can you make it to Kansas City? Because that'll be it's still tough, but you know, it's not Sioux Falls, but Kansas City's a little easier. St. Louis, I'm gonna have yeah, like Problems. triple-digit people asking yeah, like, me. I right. mean, okay, I get Changing thirteen there's 11 people I can't say no to I can't say no to Charlie Chan I can't say no it's to Finsta you know what I'm right. saying like there's people who are just like I, they would be wrong you know <laughs> um, me, yeah but uh, this yeah is a,
0: this is amazing yeah. smoking section still going on because yep. I know Fr- still really Friday,
2: Friday so night Shade 45 uh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting used to central. I'm um, 9pm central time oh okay uh, rapfan.com for the merch and like everything else that rap fan uh, you know Music and videos and all that. Rap fan and DJTrackstar.com. Uh, oh, the socials. The, socials. the socials. Yeah. Uh, it's confusing and annoying, I understand. It's Trackstar the DJ on Instagram <laughs> and DJ Trackstar on Twitter. No. That's um, easy. Yeah. And, te- and technically, I try to go by Trackstar the DJ, but it's it's confusing because it's DJ Trackstar on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> and my Gmail. And it's like, I've had them both so long, I don't want to change them because people, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, so. I'm used to them. So I, I never blame anyone when they get it wrong. It's just like, sure. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so those yeah, those are the socials. Um, you know, I'm everywhere. Findable. Mm-hmm. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, another legendary episode. Shh. Mm-hmm.
2: Runner Jewels, R- Rage Against the Machine on tour. When did the tour begin? Uh, the first show is the 26th in El Paso. Um, and then tour, tour starts right after Coachella. Uh, we start in Oakland. And then we actually end that leg of the tour here, which is dope. Because then we get to land here and then I can unload and reload the bus with new clothes that (laughs) I haven't been wearing for the last four weeks straight. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I leave for rehearsal on Tuesday though. So that's why I was like, I was glad you guys could make Sunday happen because Thursday would have been, I'll be gone next Thursday. Um, Yeah, time to go rehearse and learn all the words to this this new record that I can't wait for everyone to hear.
1: Well, man, we wish you uh, best of luck. Well, well, you got that down pat. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> same, same travel, uh, uh, mic drop. That's, that's actually <laughs> same my specialty. The best wishes, yeah. <laughs> oh, and don't fuck it
0: up. Yeah, don't, don't fuck it up. Thank you guys. Villa, we out. Love. <laughs> Love.